0: 11
1: O'Clock Comics, episode
0: 93.
1: i to put you on it. the on it. Okay, you know, yeah, cool. yeah
0: you want to
1: give it? Dick is very that bold, bold in it how very bold, bold. You like, like to poke the bear Oh
2: now you are a bear? <laughs> no, what
1: else am I <laughs> no, You like to stick your dick in the beehive <laughs> <laughs> I
3: thought that was a bear Ooh, cat like my be
1: See, you got a dick now, and I shaved my like, thing off. You did? Yeah, well, it wasn't by choice. I was trimming it. And I got too, too close on the one side. It looked like I had a, a dead spot. So you
4: don't have a stature or a gun right
1: now? No, I have a go with a stature. It's, it. it's not really, really not important. Nobody cares about that. Oh, they can't. No, they don't.
3: Uh, I'll be clean-shaven by C2E2, though. So.
1: Nice. Not your back, though. That's yeah, well, the, see,
3: that, that, that's my goal. Is, notes. Uh, we, is need a, uh, we need I a got, place
1: to throw the yogurt.
3: Whenever I, I get to my 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 weight, um, my weight loss um, level, I'm shaving the beard. So I should be there by C2E2. So. Ooh, excellent! Sexy nice. Bringing the sexy back. The the sub 200 pound Chris is going to be. clean Oh, shaven. nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Sub. Hey everybody, you know what this is? This is eleven (laughs) o'clock. That's
4: how we do
1: this long ass intro to a long ass podcast. It's eleven o'clock comics. How about that? I'm Vince B.
3: And I'm Christopher Naisman and I was talking to someone today that said you know, I was at the comic shop, and they said it never feels like two hours when I listen to it. I'm like, you know what? It never feels like two hours when I record it. No, it feels like because we're all have, <laughs> It's because we're all having a good time, right? <laughs> it's
1: not Nightline. It's eleven it's, o'clock. It's,
3: right? <laughs> I'm, I'm David Price, and hopefully,
2: my 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 buddies can keep me afloat because I carry uh, uh, oh, yeah, nice. yeah yeah I'd be crashing. So if 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 I leave halfway <laughs> into the show, we'll know why.
1: David, do so, you play poker? Uh. Because uh, I think I'm thinking I would love to play poker with you. Because you show your hand like right right off the bat. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Big enough
2: for my heart and everything else. I got
4: you that. are
1: honest. You are and cute. There, Pat. Well, like that. We
4: be we be clubbing, uh, and uh, and I be of course Colonel Glenn Talbot.
1: Oh, you wish you were Glenn Talbot now.
4: But you're nah, not. I don't know about that, but yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. A I piece am. of
1: Betty? Everybody wants a piece of Betty. You are not Glenn Talbot. You are Jason Wood in the house. And it's 11 o'clock and we're all here. Yay. Yay. Yeah. And, of course, this episode of 11 o'clock comics is sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. We say it every week. You're not going to get bigger discounts than the ones offered by DCBS. 35, oh, yeah, 45, 50, up to 75% off select items every Every month, month in, month out, you can get superb discounts, excellent packing, a wonderful array of products. Everything available in the previous catalog is available through DCBS. They're great people, and you get them delivered right to your home. And you tell them when to send it, and they'll send it once a week, twice a week. No, not twice a week, twice a month. You know, get it when you want it com, they are the best. And I heard a little bit of rumors going on, uh, a DCB service, that there's going to be new things offered soon, so you keep an eye on them. Oh, yeah? And, yeah, and...
3: Mail it, order hookers. Oh, mm.
1: wouldn't that be nice? Box of boobies. If you are a first-time DCBS customer and you enter this code into their little code slot, EOC8, you will get an extra 8% off your initial order. Yikes. Nice. Right That's dollars
3: we need to get EOC dot com. Is it is it is it possible? Is it taken? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I don't know. That's David's realm. Get on that, David. He does that stuff. Dave.
3: Like,
1: welcome to the floor, we got nice. a chicken.
3: I just That's yeah I awesome. just woke I just woke him up.
1: <laughs> That's nice. In in not the usual way. So yeah, DCBService.com. dot com, they're the yes. best. They are the best. We, got the previews today. Next month is going to be a backbreaker. A really? Lot. Oh, really? This month was
4: a backbreaker, so I shudder to see it when I get it on Friday. Really? Top,
1: top Shelf has the Swedish Invasion books. Mm. They they should have just automatically added them to my order. They're beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> and there's like five of them. So hey,
3: big big congratulations to uh, Top Shelf, by the way. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, for so the
1: the 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 film option things. The
3: Investment. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, The investment. I mean, that's. I mean, you know, Top Shelf puts out great stuff, but I, I, that's still a company that you know they they rely very much on sales of books, just like all publishers. And it, it's good to see that uh, the Top Shelf is going to be on on very solid footing for for hopefully a long long time.
1: Oh and, yeah, uh, and Chris yeah. Staros is a is a dude. I well,
3: Chris I, I remember. Is awesome.
1: Buying the Staros report for for years and thinking really? this guy this guy is on the ball and then all of a sudden he starts his own company and 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 puts out fantastic books and he's a nice guy too and I wouldn't have met him in person if it wasn't for Chris Niesman.
3: Hey, there you go. He, Chris is a Chris is a king. Did you get a him at Windy City Wood? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually had a,
4: a drink with him at. Uh Where's that place we went uh, Saturday night where everybody hung out and? Uh- oh,
3: bar- barley corn. And the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah.
4: No, 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 no. The place after that where we all went. Late
3: oh, night. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. The the much better place. Um, I don't know. Board was, games were and the bachelor was, party was there. And- I was I was fucking blind drunk at that me too, point. Me too. Um, which Can, I me too. Can't imagine that ever happening. Yeah. Spe- <laughs> speaking of, of of blind drunk and Chris Staros, he is a purveyor of fine uh, fine bourbon. And um, uh, this episode of uh, Eleven O'clock Comics is uh, brought to me by Jim Beam and Ginger Ale. You are uh,
1: slick. You are slick. That about,
3: was nice. How about you Mr. Wood? Uh it's
4: brought to me by uh by Mr. Stella and Artois. Oh, Budweiser. <laughs>
3: uh,
4: no, but uh but yes,
3: I'm drinking a Belgian beer, uh, Stella. Well, same company. Um yes it is. Yeah, InBev. Uh Mr. Mr. Bonneville.
1: Hey. He's just rolling he, you, you said it. Uh, I'm drinking the Peppy Mac. Yep.
3: Pepe Mac.
1: Give me that caffeine, man's best friend.
3: Just tell us you put a little splash of rum or something I, in there. I put just, a, little, just,
1: a little splash of rum.
3: Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Just to, just to play along. Uh, and Mr. Price, how about you? Uh,
2: Liberty Crick uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs>
3: Crick. Crick, <laughs> nice. Does it come you in know, a paper box or is that? I It should. I ain't gone swimming in a crick in years. Or a right, cement pond. But that's where you, that's where you take a bath I, every day on the creek. Oh yeah. Oh, and I'm, I'm washing my uh, my bourbon and ginger ale down with the Pacifico. So this is the only mm-hmm. night during the week that I drink. So you know, gotta gotta capitalize. So a familiar nice. refrain.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, that's normally the case, but I think David and I may have to make an exception
2: this week. Yeah, I think what's right.
1: You we both suck. Me. You suck, both of you. We
2: well, well, do.
5: If you price, answer
2: the don't, gods, dude, me did, did, no. Do our does our website actually have personal messages or anything like apparently
1: that? Apparently not. They, oh. I, I didn't
2: think so. All right, what?
4: Just but like Google know, Docs doesn't exist in you know, <laughs> in, in oh, it, be, yeah.
1: every 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 cast has a whipping boy, and apparently mm-hmm. I am it. Yeah, the universe, am am of horse.
3: Yeah, ah. yeah, the Peppy Mac dimension.
2: Uh, there's there's there, there may be a little. um well, no, I'm planning on it, and and hopefully Wood is. What well, wouldn't I? Are working out so that uh, we can we, we can hang a bit on uh, on Friday evening.
3: Yes, sir.
1: In oh, New York definitely. City. In New York City, of in all places.
0: Yeah, that's
3: right. Empire State of Mind, bitches. Uh, Aww, yeah. I'm sad. You know, all you fucking East Coast bastards, and I'm really mad at you now. Saddest thing in the world today on that dark Tom tower. And I um, uh, drop Sunday – or uh, I, I drop in Wednesday, u- usual usual Wednesday routine, and I'm and there in the shop, and I'm picking up my books, and, uh, and I hear Mark Beatty say, oh, hey, Tom, and I turn around, and, and Tom is standing there in the doorway, and it just light dawns on me. This is the last time I'm going to see Tom. On a Wednesday night at dark. Oh, Jesus! Oh, Lord. Dude, come I had to on! Bring the fucking room! Down. Honest to
1: God! You know,
3: I was just like I'm just like I'm gonna cry. It was oh, so sad. Seriously,
1: seriously, when you told us that Tom was leaving, mm-hmm. you you know how I feel about Tom. Oh, I, I love yeah. the guy, and it was just like I I don't like to get I don't like to peel back the surface a little bit and show. You know my true oh, feelings, but you're,
4: you're such a hard exterior. Yeah, yeah, no, really, I, yeah. well, <laughs> <shut> <laughs>
1: but you know, honestly, I I can I know how I feel about this situation, and it got to me. I can only imagine how yeah. you feel.
3: I I tell you what, that's and I and I I rarely pimp uh, AC on, on the show hardcore. But really? Please <laughs> fuck off.
1: He's not even <laughs> asking
3: tonight. He's
2: not
1: please, even he's not no more than
3: once a do yourself a favor, on Sunday, Monday, whenever we release the next episode of Around Comics, two hours of nothing but, but but Tom Cater's and literally everyone in Chicago and beyond wishing him happy farewells. We've got Christian Alame, Chris Burnham, Mike Norton, Tim Seeley, uh, uh, Mark Beatty, um, uh, Jeffrey Brown. Count, Je- Jeffrey Brown sits in with us. It's you know, it's me and Sal and Tom. It is. We've got voicemails from Dave Wachter and Wood and um, j- just a, a whole cast of folks. Mario Muscar. Muscar. I always say Muscar, but it's Muscar. Um, it, this this coming week's AC is gonna be epic. So definitely tune yeah. in for it. Yeah. So for the. Two and a half people
4: that don't listen to both AC and 11 o'clock comics that are wondering. Just to be clear, Tom Caters, who's been on our show, one of Chris's longtime collaborators on Around Comics, uh, is moving to the East Coast with his uh, new
2: wife, and uh, and this yeah. is the, the the last show, uh, live show that Chris is referring to that will hey, be no, uh, aired. Would well, well, you kind of follow in Tom's footsteps? Because you, you were slacking off. You got to this show late. And and Tom wasn't officially a co-host until about the the, the third episode or so of Around Comics.
4: It, there you a, go. So
1: David, a, yeah, are you saying that he's a, our Tom, Tom Caters?
2: No,
4: a lot less funny, <laughs> but probably slightly <laughs> slightly taller. Yeah.
1: No, oh, you, I don't know about that. You know, Tom's yeah, pretty I don't tall. Know
0: about
3: that. It's a good comparison. We're about to see him, like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but and, seriously,
3: and I don't want to I don't want to harp on it, but uh, we also announced um, that uh, Around Comics will be ending oh. at C two E two. We'll be, why don't
1: why don't we just kill a baby? Does anyone <laughs> have a baby?
3: You know, honestly, I'm gonna have to be less drunk and rantish on this show now. No more because drunk because, and because people me. people will think I'm fucking insane because you know around comics was yeah, always like a little too late for that. That, that, that was <laughs> always the right edge, Chris. Yeah. Let's flip the script a little bit then With and Heather. talk about the good news, which yeah. is that
4: that uh, number one, I wanted to give you a shout out, Chris, because. Um, I actually, on the way home today, listened to your first episode uh, on iFanboy's... um, Talksplode, don't miss. Talksplode, don't miss. Um, And for those that aren't aware, and and again, the the few people that don't listen to iFanboy but listen to this, um, Chris uh, is going to be doing on a... Pretty regular basis, right? The, uh, they're, they're, they don't miss, which is basically you talk to a creative team for a book that's coming out that week, uh, and it could be a trade or a single issue. And, and this week you talk to, uh, of course near and dear to our hearts, you talk to Mike Costa and Christos Gage, uh, in preview of G.I. Joe Cobra number, uh, two, number one. So, um, it's awesome to see you doing that. And, um, just also going full circle here because we talked a little bit about um about top shelf i had to give a huge shout out to uh josh flanagan who's one of the co-hosts of I fanboy and a oh friend. absolutely um you know josh i think is for those that know him know that he does you know have some aspirations to be a uh you know a writer or a comics writer um and uh, i knew he was working on some stuff but he his first uh published work through top shelf is on uh, their website top shelf 2.0 you can google it if it it's topshelf.com. But um, he put out a eight-page uh, webcomic called Career Move this week uh, written by him. But the really, why I say congratulations, the astounding thing is I knew he had something coming, but I didn't know that it was actually drawn by Alex Robinson. Yeah, uh, yeah. How, so, how's, how's that for, you
3: know, someone like, you're My first eight-page story, uh, yeah, Alex Robinson drew it. Exactly. Like, and apparently, uh, I guess,
4: Alex, yeah, Alex said to him, hey, I, I got some time. Maybe I could draw something for you <laughs> I was like, "Holy, oh, okay," but uh, I thought it was really funny. Um, and again, it's called Career Move, and you can go there and read it for free. But uh, just awesome. an amazing, obviously, start to have a guy like Alex Robinson in your corner. So, um, so congrats to Josh, and, and congrats to you. For- and it was
3: good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was. was, it was it, I mean, it's, it's always no,
4: nice when you can pimp something of a friend that actually is good.
3: It's hard, though, because you know, I, I, I love Josh to death. You know, he's a great guy, and I've read other stuff that he's done, and it's good. And I know that Josh is a good writer. It's so hard to read something... And, and be objective about it whenever you know the person. And I, I tried, I really tried to read that story and say, okay, I do not know who wrote this. I'm going to read it as a critic. And um, uh, it, it's impossible to do that. But the story was really, really fun. It, I, I I enjoyed it. So yeah, career move. Check it out. And uh, um, best of luck to Josh, who uh, I, I think I think he can do this. Agreed. Cool. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit of good news. We had to flip the script a little bit there. Oh, yeah. you know, it's good news about AC. Oh, shit, we had a we we've been doing this for over four years. It's been a great run. We had a great time. Did more than we ever thought possible. Shit, it's not like. People are not going to listen to me and Tom. You know, it's it, I, I'm still doing this. I have no plans. Don't worry or worry that I'm to, to leave eleven o'clock and then. Oh, but, you sure about that? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And because then the, the break just to clean the yeah. across the board. Break. We'll, the well the look at the bright side. And, and Tom's still doing Tom versus the Flash. And I know that Tom's going to pop up here. That's what I was just going to oh, say.
1: Yeah. We we didn't lose a podcast. We gained two fill-ins. That's true. <laughs> Sal and Tom. There you go. Yep.
3: yep. There you go. Yeah. um
1: speaking, speaking of news. It,
3: <laughs> um, do, do we want to dive into this?
1: Yeah, head first, baby. See, do it. Of course, Chris is talking about the huge news today huge. about the Apple iPad and, and yeah. it, its ramifications on the future of digital comics. Yes, sir. Well, I, I,
3: I have a high-quality color e-reader now, or I will in 60 days. Yeah. An, an it, expensive
4: high-quality e-reader. 500 oh, bucks. I, okay. I don't now,
1: think it's now, expensive.
3: Now, 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 hold on. Hold on. Whenever you say expensive. I did the math. Oh, I, I buy about 50 comic books a month, give or take. Really? Which, yeah. Those are the ones he it. buys. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and that comes out to about 150 to $180 a not month. If you
0: mm-hmm.
3: Not if uh, I use DCBS. Not if, if I use
2: DCBS. <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, no, wait. I, I know run, where Chris is going with run this. with, me.
3: with, with if, if we get to a point where comics are a dollar an issue... Digitally, which mm-hmm. I think is a price point that it, they're gravitating to, and makes sense to me. Um, An iPad would pay for itself for me; it would pay for itself in five months. Less
2: and that's than that, just From a, and, and that's just from using it as a, as a comic, comic book reader. e-reader without yeah. all the other bells and whistles a comic book reader would have, like the iPad's going to have. So right. it's, I, I know exactly where Chris is going, and, and yeah, I can I can see that, I, and and. This is not a, a Kindle or e ink killer. This is, this, this, it's apples and oranges. To, as Wood likes so- to say, it's apples and oranges. Oh. <laughs> <hair>. <laughs> <laughs> still, Much to Vince's chagrin. Oh, man. To, to, to them, <laughs> because it's. <laughs> Love I, you, I don't buddy. Know, Love you. I, I yeah. Tom loves his Kindle. My wife loves his her Kindle. Sal loves his. Every, you caught that. So everybody, everybody who I know that has a Kindle isn't going to trade it in for this. this. Absolutely yeah. not. That that's exact. The Kindle is designed and and does what it does very well. No one's going to trade up to get the iPad as a replacement of that. So right. so we can just leave the prose books alone for for sequential art or, or graphic storytelling, whatever you want to call, it, or just looking at the pretty pictures in full color. I can definitely get behind the iPad.
1: Right. And yeah. you see, um, I am overjoyed at the prospect of being able to have a portable reading device. Now, I know yes. you're going to say, well, why didn't you buy a Kindle? I didn't want to buy a Kindle because I- I'm, a- I'm in the cult of Mac. I've been there for a long time. And I knew it was just a matter of time until this came out. But here- here's how long I've been waiting for this. First generation iPod, I used to dump text files on, <laughs> on, my, on my iPod and read them by, by spinning the click wheel. Like I'd be reading Finnegan's Wake on my iPod, just turning the wheel. And that's a Jesus. pain in the ass. No, yeah. really. And, and, and to have a book, uh, a device where I could just lay my ass in bed and just read, that is awesome. I mean, we don't know how lucky we are. Mm-hmm. Think think about it. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, you, 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 you have the opportunity.
3: A, you, you think about this piece of technology that they unveiled today. It's I mean this is Star Trek shit. Oh I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean it, yeah. it really it really is just a big iPod Touch. But you know step. Back a little bit and think about 15 years ago. I mean, this is Star Trek shit. It is. Oh yeah. It's
4: well, you 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 hit it on the head there, Chris, which is that it's a it's a it's a, a big next gen iPod Touch. But that in yeah. and of itself is cool. Like I've, people have been asking me all day what I think. I think it's an awesome device for what it is, which is a lot. You know, it's yeah. not. Yeah. It's not. I mean, it's got like the it's amb- not a Netflix amb- killer. Right it's not head. a
3: right. Right, it's not Net, a replacement netbook, for netbook a laptop. It's, do netbooks need? To, you know what a netbook is? It's a boy. small fucking laptop. Whoopee fucking do. Ooh,
0: again, for, for
3: tens of millions of people, that's
4: important to have. But again, a, a it's small, small laptop. It's, I
3: have a small laptop.
1: It's not a Kindle
4: killer. killer. It's not a laptop killer. It's its own thing, which in yeah. and of itself is cool. I mean, again, yeah. I use a touch. I don't have AT&T. I, you know, I've talked about this. I don't have an iPhone. I mean, I, I still think iPhone's coming to Verizon in June. If that happens, I'll get one then happily. Um, but I've, I've happily had a you know a BlackBerry and and I touch. I use my touch all the time to watch movies, um, even on that small screen. So as someone who's been looking to buy a new touch. Um, you know, this is awesome for me. I won't buy another Touch. I'll buy this. Um, you know, because obviously, why wouldn't I? It's, it does everything a Touch does with a much bigger screen. Right. Um, so that, you know, that's awesome. And and I will say, although it's certainly a tiny market and one that I'm sure <laughs> wasn't a huge driving force to the creation of this for us selfishly, uh, it's oh, the yeah. first really revolutionary comics device potentially. And what's awesome is that Comicsology uh is out today with uh you know with with lots of sound and fury that they're ready to launch um cuz they've already been playing with the SDK uh you know a a a iPad version of their app which is awesome so um yeah i think for those of us that have discretionary income and do buy a lot of books i do think this is going to be kind of interesting i'm definitely looking forward to taking taking it for a spin in that regard and i yeah. hope a lot of uh, indie publishers get behind it I do, yeah. and
1: uh, to answer the question, I'm sure a lot of people will be asking, "Will we be able to make the switch?" And I, I can't speak for you guys, but for what in, switch from what? from paper to digital exclusively. Now, what I'm um, going to use it as sing, for
3: single issue, absolutely, right as oh, a, as oh, a a
1: way to to keep current on the books, and then by the archival editions, Correct. which I'm I'm yes. calling the the hard covers and the, and the trade paperbacks, because that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, I'm just taking the singles and buying them anyway into collected edition. So if I could skip a step and save some money, and I think what Chris said before is very important. They better keep it to a dollar price point because yep. any anything higher than that, and there's no incentive for me to buy. Well, because I I can get my books for a buck seventy nine from DCBS. Well,
3: yeah. This is this is the thing. This is this is what people won't say. Um, most of the time or, or, or publicly you have to keep it to a price point that people don't have a problem paying or exactly. they're steal it or they're like gonna like a steal dollar a it, song right? right okay if you you know if you put out a paper comic for 299 and you charge 299 for the digital version you know what people are you're gonna d- steal it
1: you're dumb i mean it's that's yeah. just that that's, that's the, lack, they're, lack they're, of uh, yeah. foresight you know?
3: They're 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 going to pirate it, and that's mm-hmm. that is the that's the reality of it. So, um, just like music, it's like like I said, I I, I buy fifty ish comics a month. Um, I would have no problem paying fifty dollars for digital copies of all of those and out of those fifty, there's probably ten to fifteen of those books that I'll double dip and I'll go back and buy the trade or the hardcover whenever they come and whenever they come out. And I think that I think there are a lot of comic book fans that are that are out there. You know, I keep coming back to you know I call it the 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 Chew situation. Chew was a huge indie success. They sold out of that first print run. They sold out of the second print run, and people are you know oh my God, Chew is an uh, uh, indie smash hit. What Jason? What they sell of the of the first issue? Total. Oh, I mean, I, total, I don't know
4: because I know that first month was like 6,000, but they did sell more after that. But yeah, I mean, you know, I, let's say, let's 13. double it and say 12,000, 12, 12 13,000. Yeah, I, I think it was like
3: 13,000. Yeah. Chew was a, an overnight indie success, 13,000 copies. You know what? Yeah. New Avengers will sell 100,000 copies and people won't even blink. Chu sells 13,000 copies and people lose their effing minds. Can you imagine, you know, there there were for, uh, copies on eBay going for 50 bucks uh, of that first issue? Can you yep. imagine if that book was available on a platform like the iPad for a dollar download, how many downloads they would have
1: gotten for well, a the buck potential right, that? the potential for <laughs> profit is much higher. Yes. Well because it gets
4: really cool yeah, and it gets really cool for even the, the even the smaller pr- print run guys, like the guys that have totally been screwed over by the the diamond minimums and, and all that. I mean like you know, yep. guys like but to see guys like time. Kevin Mellon and Zach Cruzy and Steve Bryan on Twitter today saying, you know, you know, they could sell their comics, their indie work, you know, they could sell a thousand copies at a buck a copy if they didn't have to print it and you know, assuming they could take home, you know, the the you know the 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 margin there they they could actually you know make make enough money to make it worthwhile and, and okay. that that that's fantastic to hear now obviously <clears throat> it's going to be really fascinating because and Chris made a, a couple points on this on Twitter today and I think it's very telling which is that piracy um, is what it is and and you know we'll leave people to that whether they're 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 cool with that or not but uh, but it is a reality and, and I think that you know um, the the music industry obviously learned too late. Um, they, they had they had to finally acquiesce, and it's 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 uh, it slowed the bleeding, but it hasn't stopped it. But but it's it was you know they had no alternative. What'll be interesting is whether or not the the big two comics guys get behind this and how quickly. Because I just thought it was astounding well, to me to see that marvel the day that the ipad is announced comes out with an official press release saying that they're not down with it like i was like yeah. really like like i could see you saying you want to take your time and maybe just not commenting but to actually comment that you're not down with it was sort of Dude, stunning
3: to me they, and, they already they already have a business selling subscription it, it's a
4: small business yeah. it's a tiny business and i think it's myopic if, if they could all be posturing but if they stay true to this because Apple doesn't support Flash, I think it's really myopic. And I said this. As someone who subscribes to Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited, I expect Marvel to change the way they <laughs> deliver their product to yeah. me as a consumer, yes. not yeah. the other yes. way around. Yes. If Apple's not going to support Flash, then give me a way to read those same comics in a non-Flash environment. I'm still paying the fee. I mean, if you want to have some kind of DRM, you can have it. Apple's not Guys- stopping having that but what, um, you're, but it's you're, interesting you're, to see especially cuz Steve Jobs is technically Marvel's biggest shareholder now. Yeah. So
3: yeah. uh well, I mean it, it keeps coming back to music for me. Um MP3. Yes, m- everyone has MP3 players. What's MP3? MP3 is a file format for the music, right?
1: Actually it's a compression algorithm.
3: Oh, we lo- yeah. we lost Jace. So. Oh shit. We did.
1: Oh no. He's no. important. Let me get him. Keep talking. Yeah.
3: Um no, because I want him to be a part of this. It'll give me a chance to get a beer. I'll be right back. Another one? Okay. Jesus Christ.
1: Well, hey, yeah. David. How you Tom, doing, Tom, buddy?
3: Tom leaves and he just
2: starts hitting the bottle.
1: Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Oh, he doesn't care.
2: I'm, I'm doing alright. You know what's really cool? Is that with the iPad, if you go ahead and say, so I just got home from the comic shop and I know you guys didn't read, okay, hold on. We all go right. ahead, we download it and boom. Now we're like, all up fucking date.
1: Like Red Hulk number one, which I'm going to talk about later. Sweet. <laughs> Right. So, but no, the, you know what? I actually think that they should have called this thing eye therapist here, because be, the be, no really so because, crazy no what it 's doing for us as comic book fans it 's alleviating a lot of that compulsion to buy these things. Like Chris said, well, if I can get them for a buck, I'll download them to my little iPad and read them. And yeah. then the really good ones, the ones that that pass muster, I will buy the collected editions of those. Absolutely. We all buy oh, these absolutely. things out of compulsion every week. I have to buy this because I've been <laughs> buying Uncanny for 40 years. I have to keep buying it. And and th- in this way, it lets us weed out the books that aren't very important to us. Although we'll still be able to read them, yeah. and it it elevates the ones that are really special. The ones well, we think deserve they, they, to here, be here, archived. Here's
3: a, a, a great example: Criminal. I would buy Criminal digitally every month. Oh, that, and, and you, absolutely. you you come out with a with an
1: oversized
3: hardcover deluxe.
1: <laughs> I cut Chris the, off. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you miss me? am
3: I gonna get that?
2: Absolutely. Now it's right. Like, and, and 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 as as Wood pointed out with, with Marvel's DCU, you're just renting those books because you can only read them. You can't download them. You can't keep. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything yeah. with them. So at least if if just like Chris and the music thing, if if they decide to go the iTunes route, and I can download my IDW's GI Joe's or 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 my Dark Horse or anything like that, if I can download those books, they're on my machine. So I paid my buck for them or whatever. Mm-hmm and and i have them i can put them i also have an iphone i can go ahead and put it on my iphone if i want if, if i don't feel like slipping the ipad around i can read them there too so it's, yeah but you
1: you whip that ipad out in a in a crowded room man you're king of the heap yeah, when those I, things I, come out they'd be like
3: well oh david this
5: this is <laughs> i think,
3: i think what corporate america has finally figured out in regards to the internet is they will always Find a way to steal your shit.
0: Absolutely, it's <laughs> true. You're yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. Don't it, it, stop. Is true. Stop trying to stop it. They will always find a way to to steal it. So embrace the technology and make it available for those of us that would prefer to pay a fair price for it.
1: Yeah, but see. As far as the music industry goes, they still have not learned their lesson. And this is what you know? they, they they haven't. They absolutely haven't. When you walk into a and I know part of this is uh on the, the part the part of the retailer, but when you walk into Borders and you see a brand new 45 minute CD on sale for 18.99 there's a problem. They they well, haven't yeah, learned. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I can go and I can get that that same CD at the Amazon MP3 store for
1: 8.99. Right, but you wouldn't Legally, have to. Legal, you wouldn't legal. You, you wouldn't have to if if they made the price attractive. Like w- back when Lars Ulrich was screaming the blues about people downloading his <laughs> music. <laughs> the the music industry should have said, "Okay, we have a serious problem here. Let's combat it by making these things attractive to the consumer." What did they do? They raised prices. How? In how big?
3: Cases. how big would Napster have been if there was an iTunes so alternative was it there? Yeah. Right. No, Napster was huge. Why? Because it was the only way to get online digital mm-hmm. music. It, you didn't have an option to buy it. And Napster, Napster became huge because of it. it. How big would they have been if there was an option to buy that music then? And that's yeah. why I'm saying – Comic book companies need to get on this right away. And I see IDW getting involved in the iPhone, you know, at Marvel with their DCU, but they're still trying to keep it proprietary. Now, the problem is that everyone is looking at the different players, and it's the same problem that, that music had is what player for this, what player for that, and DR on this and DR on that. It's like, guys, you need to understand that it's not about the player it's not about the format. It's about the distribution. I I can I can download a really good comic app on my computer right now. It'll take about forty five seconds. Okay, mm-hmm. the 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 readers exist. Okay, don't worry about it. That's not the problem. The format. Well, you know what? CBR, the .dot cbr, the .dot cbz. It exists. The format is not an issue, guys. It already exists. It's yeah. about Distribution and it's, it's not a very
1: complex people. format anyway. No, it's not. It's no. so it's
3: Why are you? Why are you fucking overthinking this? It's about distribution. Give me the option to buy the comics and download them in this format, so I can put them on my mobile. On my and mobile it's funny device. too
4: because if you think about it, uh, where is the music industry? Uh, and and a lot of the the, the uh, non-comics publishing industry have a lot of uh, embedded, you know, best practices that it really makes it culturally hard for them to sort of walk away from. You know, the comics industry of all industries, as we talk about incessantly, as do all of our brethren, mm-hmm. has issues in the way its stuff is distributed that they are kind of stuck with. So if there's <laughs> ever been an industry that's willing to sort of throw caution to the wind and blow shit up for something better and new... This yeah. should be the industry, right? This should be. The, you know what? The direct market isn't great anyway. Fuck it. So we cannibalize direct market. Let's do it. Let's. You know, we, we people will still buy collected editions on Amazon and at bookstores, and and at our we'll, we'll sell them on our website for a discount. And you know what? Let's see. I mean, it. it like to me, like. If there, if there is an industry that shouldn't be as scared of a massive sea change,
3: it should be these guys. <laughs> when, when, Marvel, when Marvel put out their, their statement today, I was like, really? My, if my company had something like this happen today that would have that much opportunity to change our distribution? My God, do you fucking idiots understand that companies all over the world pray for... For shit like this to fall into their lap every day, and you're like, well, gee, I don't know if this is right for us.
1: Wow, I guarantee- Mr. Ed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I guarantee somebody called that vice president
4: of PR and said, you realize just before you made that statement for a second that Steve Jobs is the biggest shareholder in Marvel now, right? It's not even that. It's like,
3: guys, your number one problem, and I, I understand that they're not, they are a publishing company, but they're not. They they are a licensed property company. That's what I was getting at. That's And, my and, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and they, they make more on their licensed properties than they do in publishing. But it, it, if you look at it from a, a publishing perspective, distribution is your number one problem and the Absolutely. number one reason that that, you were, that your market is shrinking. Here's an opportunity – Right here, dropped into your lap. Yeah. would explode your market. Right, said, but, but see, don't
1: be. No, it's a stupid. big but because you know, benign change in any industry is oh, hard, yeah. fought. Absolutely. Absolutely. hard fought. Look, is look, it's extremely hard fought. It's like the, that the oil industry. Well, that's Come why this, this change will be from the ground up. It's going to
3: be from and That's in, That's the way gonna,
1: it happens. You're yeah. right.
3: Absolutely, it's going to be. It's weird. the only gonna way say. it's, it's going to happen. Gonna be. This it's really be should.
4: And, yeah. and
1: you know that Marvel thing was very short-sighted. It, it, it seems right. like this uh, is the, this is the month for bad press releases out of Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, they're making it <laughs> yeah. hard to be an evangelist. <laughs> Although CB <laughs> had
4: a
3: nice had a nice moment this well, week. but, but C- yeah. CB is a shining star in a company that all of a sudden is feeling very old and very slow to me.
1: They still put out good books, though. Go ahead, Jason. I'm, if, I'm sorry. It slow. Stop it. Uh,
4: no, I was going to agree with you, Vince, but I was kind of going to say that that, you know, that is very true. On the other hand, um, I mean, what you're saying is true. But what's cool about it is that, again, we always talk about, oh, man, if only the playing field could be level. Well, you know, indie creators, small press publishers. I mean, obviously, we're making a lot of suppositions on you know the platform and how much they'll be able to sell them for and what their costs are. But if it really is, you know, they could sell them for a buck and make money, then damn, this is your chance, y'all. I mean, yep. this is your chance. They're cause,
1: probably cause, having this, a party right now.
4: Because if 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 you're if if you're getting by selling ten thousand copies and and thousand trades of your stuff and you're getting by paying your bills, then I gotta tell you. Even if it's a whole new set of people, there's a lot of teenagers and 20-somethings out there that buy Apple products just because they're Apple products and use them just because. And all these Apple 140,000 apps, half of them don't, you know, are, are the most rudimentary little games you ever saw in there. They're, people are paying 99 cents for just to have them because it's cool, you know, and, and people buy ringtones and spend three bucks. This is your chance, man. Th- you is have, Scott McCloud's. Yeah, beautiful. Gorgeous looking color comics, yeah. full size. In fact, even bigger than than a, co- a normal comic book. And if you could do it and do it, you know, and make money on it, here's your chance. And and you the, know what? The, and, and again, fuck us, fuck the people that <laughs> that, that love having our books every Wednesday. Yeah. You no, know I mean, I'm so, yeah. like, uh, it's like we, it's true. We'll, but we'll, what we'll I want to say
1: our, before we'll, you we'll this, move
4: on, you know, we'll bitch about going digital, but we'll do it. You know, we don't worry right. about us. We're here. We're obviously we've proven we ain't going anywhere. So this we, is you know, Scott.
1: Just, wait, 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 This is Scott McCloud's micro payment thing. Brought to life. Yeah. Remember remember, way back when he was preaching about the, the yeah. little, it's like the little, little tiny itsy-bitsy bites that's going to make your, your career, yeah. make it viable for you? That's what this is. Buck-a-pop. You, Scott McCloud, visionary. You know,
3: you know who's going to show people how it's done? And it pains me fucking pains me to say this. <laughs> Someone like fucking Viz Media is going to come in and yeah. say, this is how you fucking saw right a the book. Be- be the
1: because they have, well, has- whether you like to admit it or not, they have a huge audience. audience they're they're a- the Apple audience well, is... Mean, when, yeah, w- yeah. right, when, like, when Marvel like a, sees... Right, when Marvel sees One this, Piece... Downloading three hundred, four hundred thousand 400,000 copies? Well, I'm just overestimating, but just the potential's there.
3: Biz Media is going to come in, and they're going to take out a big old manga dildo and slap Marvel <laughs> oh, right outside you're exciting the head with that dildo. Me. Oh, it's it's going to be a company like that that's going to say, okay, you know what, we have a huge audience <laughs> of 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 readers that are – that are predisposed to this kind of of delivery of comics, and we're going to sell it at a price point that they're just going to gobble it up. Okay. And yeah, and I I I don't like manga. I don't know if you guys have picked up on this, but no, damn it, no. if they don't like it more have it don't. figured out. Yeah, I know. I, I've got more manga than people probably yeah. would guess in
1: my you just, You just have to learn how to have fun. That's all. Well, <laughs> oh,
3: fuck Just off. Enjoy life. Um, they're, they're they're gonna do <laughs> A it. What they they're gonna do it because they aren't. Tied to old conventions, and right. it's um, it, it, it's going to happen. You're going to see 20th century boys on on the iPad before you're ever going to see a Spider-Man comic. That Dude, is awesome. Let, let,
4: let's end it with this. You know, Chris, you mm-hmm. said how something. I thought the coolest part of the uh, presentation today was was Job showing the uh, you know the original MacBook from yeah. 1992, and it just strikes me. I mean, again, you know, we're all roughly the same age. I and mean, we're in the same generation. Mm-hmm. My wife and I were talking about this yesterday about something completely unrelated, but. Um, uh, Just think for a second, guys, in in what amounts to one generation of humanity – how much technology has advanced. I mean, it's 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 literally astounding. I mean, if we manage not to wipe ourselves off the map, uh, Vince, mind calendar and all that, uh, over the next hundred <laughs> years, I mean, we our minds really can't even really fathom what the world will be like for our grand- grandchildren. I mean, the pace of technological advancement is just stunning. I mean, you know, we've had, look at, I mean, again, Avatar, I mean, 3D, I mean, the stuff is just stunning, and we take it for granted because every year we're, you know, we, we consume it, and it's like just incremental to us because but if you just take a step back and look at where we were 10 years ago or 20 years ago, it is just astounding. And, and I just, Roswell,
1: 1947. Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: there you
4: go. Where do you
1: think it came from?
3: Boom. My my, my, my my first computer, 1993, was a Macintosh. Uh, no, it was an Apple Quadra 650, 33 megahertz, 200 and...
1: Twenty six (laughs) meg hard drive. Dude, I got you beat. I got you beat.
3: I had a Commodore sixty four with
0: the the deck drive, yeah. Yeah.
1: My first computer, Apple II, twenty-four K of memory. Nice. Come on. Twenty four K of memory. Every time I want to do something, I had to put a big ass floppy like a dinner plate. Yeah, five five and a half uh, inch. Yeah. 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 In our
4: in our office we have uh, Mm -hmm. we have in our in our lobby, because you know we run a technology fund, we have a we have a big uh, display of all of all you know different vintage technologies and uh, on display in little little cubicles. And uh, we have an Apple II uh, on display, uh, one of the originals. Yes. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying.
3: That this iPad, it's it is fucking Star Trek shit.
6: And I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning for wood. Hey, this is John Johnny the Homicidal Drummer on the message board. I was just thinking, uh, since you guys were having the, all the Blue Extra Cult, love, maybe you guys should do a, a live show so we can all chant EOC, EOC, EOC. And then you can come out to a fucking crazy laser light show or some crazy shit. You should set that up. I think people would buy tickets to see that. So I was at the uh, Tom Cater's uh, send-off. Tom goes to Boston around comics thing the other day. And I couldn't help but notice, uh, did you guys, like, mail the trophy to Christian Alame, or, or is he expecting it in the mail, or I don't know what happened to it, but, I mean, surely he would have been wearing it around his neck, like, a, you know, with a gold rope chain or something like that if he had gotten it, so, just wondering, uh, what was going on with that, so, uh, I guess I should talk about some comics. Uh, like, I always am, I'm 20 years behind on anything good, so I'm just reading Sleeper. Uh, by Ed Brubaker, and it's good. Uh, but everybody already knew that, so if you don't have it, go out and buy 13 copies of it. All right, uh, later. EOC, EOC, EOC.
4: It is, it is. It it is. is. So
6: which model are you all going to
4: buy? Are you, you going to go for the internet model, or are you going to go for the... the, the no, just- you,
3: um. know, you know... um, um With it being an AT&T 3G, I I have an iPhone. I'm not super impressed with their 3G network to begin with. So I'm going to do probably the um, 32-gig model for, what is it, uh, $599. Now,
1: now Jason, you probably know all the specs. Uh Um, I want a device where I can read my comics, download them from wherever on a Wi-Fi network. Mm Mm-hmm. And and that's it. I, do I have to take out this plan that 16? they're talking about?
4: No, no, no. If you just want to uh, use Wi-Fi? No, not at all.
1: Okay, fine. The, so I the, could just the plan buy the device.
4: Is only like where you could, it would be like a phone. You could have it anywhere at any uh, time. I, I don't I mean, need that shit.
1: Bit. No, yeah. no, I don't need that. I, I just want to be able to download and read. That's it. Yep. Yeah, oh, so they, I should like, I should 16, go for the thirty two gig
4: version is fine for you, dude. Sixteen gigs is plenty of space to hold comics. I mean, I, I like
1: I like a big I like a lot a lot of room in the pants. So I, I'm going to go thirty two. Oh, okay, okay, well, yeah.
3: Then. yeah. Oh, and my and my prediction, um, within the year, uh, within a year of its release, so another fourteen months, I think that every major comic book publisher will have its own application for the iPad where you can download. Comics of that publisher. I don't think that. I don't, yeah, I. Yeah. I don't think that we're going to have a, a one-all-stop shop where you can get comics from every different publisher. I think each publisher will have no, their own application. Yeah. yeah,
2: Ivers well, Comicsology and, right. and and Panelfly. They can. They all have some books that yeah. are the same, but when Marvel released it, like Comicsology will have Civil War and some issues of Iron Man. Uh, Ivers will have like old Lee Ditko issues of Amazing Spider-Man and some of the JMS stuff. So I mean, no one has the same set of books from any of the publishers now. So if if IDW and Dark Horse and and Viz and and DDP if everybody comes out with their own, then you know, then yes. Yeah. So now you just have to, yeah, you'll just have a whole page dedicated to just comic publishers, which is fine. Yeah. And, and, and I think that
3: and, and I think that's what's going to happen. And from what I've seen, watch out for IDW. They they seem to get it. <laughs> Jason, Jason, just drop. Was that your jaw dropping? No, no, I, I
4: went to. No, actually, uh, I accidentally hit the uh, the mic part of my. Oh, head. Okay.
3: No, uh, um, IDW. Think uh, I I think that they actually get it. They they seem to be pretty agile and responsive to stuff and, and able to move. Um, they've done it with the iPhone, and I now you know I I think the iPad uh, gives them a great a great platform. to to use. Now, you know, you you deal they they work with a lot of licensed properties, so that could get interesting with like, you know, Joe and and Transformers and that kind of stuff. But you know, I I think IDW could do some neat things with this. They seem to be agile enough to, to adapt to it pretty quickly. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, you it's gonna be nice names. to be able to, to read an IDW book and not fork over four bucks for it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're worth it. They, they really are. In most cases, they're worth it, but damn, yeah. I, I don't want to pay four dollars for a comic book. I really don't.
4: Let's, uh, yeah, speaking of, uh, Let's talk some comics that actually came yeah, out in the last. Four dollar
2: comics.
1: That's true. Uh, who who wants to go first? Because I'm just gonna ramble my ass off. I don't want to go first.
2: Oh, uh, go ahead, uh, lead us, oh, Moses.
1: No, I don't wanna. I, I want to hear wanna. from
4: David because he's the biggest. Uh, he yeah, while he amongst us, and he is he was pretty mum during that whole thing. I while he's him awake. Up. Friday, he Let and look, I are going yeah. to scores, so I
1: hope he's ready. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring the rubber gloves
2: no, I was first of all I was I was trapped in in a room so I could only peek Microsoft out train at, of all things, things yeah. yeah I know I know well <laughs> fucking old. um so I had to sneak a look at at the uh at my iPhone and, and read Twitter and read some RSS feeds to get a glimpses to what was going on but uh on the train ride home I was going through Twitter and I I loved Chris's posts and 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 what uh, on 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 Twitter and 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 your comments to to Dave Wackter and 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 to John and Scott and everybody you know everybody who's who had their comments to say about it and and Chris is right back talking about the iPad and so I mean I I was quiet today and I was quiet now but I was listening to everybody who was kind of in it while it was going on so that's that's cool. Um, I'm gonna be like Vince. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, so, no, no, no. I was trying to figure out how I was gonna open this. Um, I, I, I read, I, I read, uh, Mara. Oh,
1: oh did no. you really? Nice. Oh, there you go.
2: Oh, nice. This thing, this thing is awesome. I. you know, we, we talked about jerks in space, but this is, I, I love them both, and, the amount of work John put into – I mean the CD – I'm listening to the CD in, in, in the car. I was listening to it on the, on the ride to the train station on, on these dark-ass 530 in the morning country roads where God knows what the hell is going to pop out in front of me. And, and the music's home and because I read the comic last night, I'm listening to the music and it's, and it's taking me back to the chapters in the book and everything just melded nicely but – it's a great story. It's 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 a touching story. The art just it 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 really has a a underground feel to it. And and I we we have some really really talented people on on, on the forum. We we have artists like like John O and and John K and and backwards Dave Dave Wachter, and, and Zach Cruise with with uh, Mysteries Unsolved. We have um. Yeah, did you, you know? Like dandy drew we we have authors like 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 adam so i mean we have we have just some really talented people and and for them to, to share something like this i i mean you summed it up last week i'm not even going to try to top that but this was I, I i thank john for for sending this and and it is it's it's something i'm gonna treasure this uh, seriously i <laughs> there's some really great stuff in these covers man if, if for anybody um, who, who wants to um who wants to get it? strips dot com. The number four. It's on the form. You can you can order it and and uh, get it, it, it if you can. I, I've absolutely. I I'm gonna read it again. Probably maybe not tonight. But yeah. I, I uh, this this is going with with, with the rest of uh, my good comics. And it's thick. I, if anything, if I'm if I'm reading it and I, I'm thinking, I I would really love if this had some of that nice toothy, maybe newsprint type paper. But even, I mean, not 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 to take anything from from how it's packaged, it's it's still. I'm I'm big big fan. I I, I want to see more from uh,
1: you from know. John. Am I am I, uh, No, you're good that, now. You're good. All All right. Right. Sound beautiful, it, man. What the book does, it illustrates what I've been saying about the emotional content of illustration. A lot of us like to fixate. On the technical aspect, like oh that hand is wonky, that does not look good, or you know um, that the, he he could have laid uh, a little lighter on the brush strokes because they're they're just too thick. There, there's a component to an, to images that goes beyond that, and in a lot of cases you don't and this is going to sound really weird you don't see them but you feel them it's a cumulative effect of 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 the artwork the page the panel that strikes you in a way that you may not perceive as you're reading it or as you're you're viewing it that's what this book does uh let's be honest he's he's a fledgling artist he's just He's still walking that path, trying to find the his destination. He's, you know, trying to get that style down, and and that's apparent in a lot of the panels. But what what he has, where I, and I'll be honest, a lot of the big guys lose it after a while. Is, is that 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 rawness, that emotional content that is so gratifying to see? It just strikes you all at once, boom. This is a, a comic by a guy who's just he wants to get up there and just sing in front of a crowd and that's what he's doing he's telling his story and there's you, that's precious that really is it
2: really is oh, yeah. you're absolutely right yeah
1: I loved it, it but I said that last week so yeah and uh, speaking of artwork before you move on I just want to thank somebody let me get oh mic. I do too yeah because I got something in the mail here oh I did too. Cool. yeah uh, William yeah. William Joseph Dunn
2: oh no oh no no <laughs> Never mind. No, mine's from Mr. Andy Jewett. Yeah, oh, look, look, I got William. some from Andy too. William,
3: William okay. thank you for nothing. But, yeah, uh, thanks. W-
1: thanks. William, 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 it's w- William Joseph Dunn sent me Savior 28, the entire miniseries. Because, uh, because I I, lot, I, I, I talked about it, uh, one time that I was interested in it and, and didn't pick it up. So he sent it to me, but you know he works I for- I have
3: never yeah, read
2: Amazing Fantasy Fifty.
1: No, you know he works for Brave and the Bold, right?
2: Yeah, I think I'm gonna stop watching
1: it. No, he- Wait, uh, he does? On his letter that, that he, he sent to me, uh, included in with the, the, the comics he drew me a, a picture of Batman hmm. and You're it is super and, and no it, it is it is amazing and he he put a little note he said off model and he has a little arrow pointing to it it's it's just fantastic but so thank you Mr. Dunn for those I'm going to read them probably Thanks for next so week it, it's, it looks like a great series great series
6: I bet it does like,
1: hey on? man <laughs> what can I say I don't know and Andy I, se- Andy sent that, me uh, were, you the
4: one, were you the one who shouted out
1: Braving the Bold in the 11 o'clock was that you oh me? my bad no it wasn't it was you me That's cool. oh my god you
3: know I, I I edited a podcast for like four <laughs> years <laughs> it's cool dude Oh, nah, but but let's move on to other things.
0: I,
1: I got to thank Andy Jewett too for sending me oh, Knuckles. The, yeah, I Knuckles, the male- malevolent nun from um, the language, uh, Roger Langridge, and he sent me a drawing of Doctor Doom, and it's awesome. It's
0: awesome. a kick-ass one of Cyclops. Andy and I got
3: a badass Wolverine.
1: Nice. My
3: Doctor Strange kicks badass all yours asses.
1: Nah, Doctor Strange just right. Doctor Doom.
3: It's sitting. It's right. Ne- it's right next to my Tom Fowler, Doctor Strange, and it's awesome. Sweet. So there. Oh, oh, man, oh speaking man, of Tom. Uh, of really spe- nice. Speaking of Tom Fowler, and thank you, Andy. Yes. Did Did y'all see um Tom's Rocketeer that oh, he yeah, did on, just, the, on the Twart blog? Oh yep, my god! Twart blog kicking ass. ass. I I I I had a I had to go be alone. Wow!
1: Yeah. Wow! Wow!
3: It was wow. that. It was that nice. It was nice. I don't know if it was Go Be Alone Nice, but. It was Go Be Alone Nice. Did you see that booty? <laughs> on, 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 on who clips on Rocketeer? Yeah, where where were you looking? <laughs> Not on Rocketeer. Yikes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's cool, dude. Jonathan Hickman got me back on Fantastic Four this week.
4: I thought he got you back four, four weeks ago. No.
3: Four no. Well, was, no, he a, did. It was a rough they,
2: patch for a couple of months. I think.
3: He did. He did three great issues on Fantastic Four. Yeah, he and did it all last And and then with well, Eagle Shams? Shams. you know, oh, with <laughs> mouse, you know, no big deal. They they just drew the pictures. Oh yeah. damn!
2: Thanks, damn.
1: Th- that, thankfully, Gaffes. no trips to Scotland in those Gaffes, issues. Gaffes, Gaffes
3: Gaffes, is crazy. dude. What the fuck? Um, yeah, the, yeah. To the Miller pitch you know run. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Eagle Sham might be the. You know, like, Hickman was like, oh, damn, Dale's not going to be on these two issues? Fuck it. I'm
2: going to phone it in. Yep. Cause the, cause
3: the last two issues, because the last two issues before this, there were exactly two moments that you're like, okay, that's what this issue accomplished. Yeah, we covered of- those already. So it sounds yeah. like it's gotten better. Oh, this my, one, my goodness. This, this <laughs> week... This week, it's like, this is a fantastic four story. This is cool. There's the mole man. We've got the high evolutionary. This is awesome. Nice. So- yeah so yeah it's a fantastic four book with fantastic the- fantastic four well yeah with it's, it's serious it's got the it's got mole man and high evolutionary how cool is that
1: okay i'm going to hold you to those words when i talk about what i'm going to talk about when you start going <laughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah, so yeah, i'm, he I'm just gonna keep yourself
4: into a quarter, he didn't realize that's, that that's right
1: now what's <laughs> the issue number on that fantastic four
4: Seven seventy four and five, right? The last two.
2: Seven. Five.
4: Or five. 5 7, I'm sorry. 5, yeah, my bad. Four. What why, why don't I, we ask? Chris? sitting. He's probably sitting
1: there looking at it. He's all mad now.
2: I well, didn't have the covers. But
1: yeah. I will say, I did the not. I did not read it, but it's in my stack. Gorgeous. As if it could be anything other. Alan Oof. Davis cover. Gorgeous oh, yeah. cover. Oh yeah, dude. Oh Gosh. my, my boy. god.
3: My boy. Well,
1: yeah. What, what's what's the number on that, Chris?
3: What's, what's the issue number, Chris? Oh, um,
1: which one? <laughs> <Lord> <laughs> Boy, the one the one you just read.
3: <laughs> you just <laughs> 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 Fuck, you're going to make me find it. I no, lie. I
1: I have it right here. I'm See, I'm in Selfish. I'm in my comic room. I will just get it. Some of the oh, beats. Oh my goodness. Amazing Spider-Man, X-Factor, Punisher. All these good books. Oh, all good 5 stuff. 575 is the number.
4: There you go. That's uh,
1: Yes. And and I will say it is a a fantastic cover by Alan Davis. Dude, so, is there
4: any other? There's so no
1: kinetic, stuff? and is how cool is it? The Mole Man rides ride in in rides in the the monster's mouth. Ugh. Where else yeah, is that he going to ride?
4: What I would give to have a big, nice Alan Davis page sitting
1: staring at me right now. Yeah, well,
3: <sighs> you guys, remember that coming birthday time.
4: You're a playa. You're,
1: you're, 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 you're the big baller. You'll get you'll get. Yeah, a page.
3: I'll, re- I'll remember that for your fucking seventy fifth birthday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... But what about the issue did you like, Chris? Other than... Um, so so you,
3: you've, you've read it?
1: No, I, I I read the Hulk stuff first because that takes precedence. Yes, uh, over Fantastic Four. Um, no, did, did he find the pulse again?
3: Yeah, yeah. There, there's a great thing moment where, where Reed is all about uh, logic and what you should and shouldn't do. And Ben is, like, very emotionally in the moment and... Um, and I thought that was a great a great moment for Ben, um, Susie. Um, you'll love this. Um, Eagle Sham draws her hot. Of course. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's. Um, I thought I thought in the background this was very very much uh, a great uh, a great issue for the thing because it was dealing with Mole Man and the Moloids and the Moloids are very much um, French, almost Morlock like, and mm-hmm. and you see Ben. Once you kind of get under the un, underneath the surface, you you very much understand that he feels connected to them, in in, in kind of the outcast sort of way. So um, so yeah. he does some, he he does some things that kind of defy logic, and uh, yeah, and has the high evolutionary. How cool is that?
1: Yeah, it's very cool.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so they've
1: been bringing him back around a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah. Using Uncanny and uh, Wolverine, Wolverine first class. Yeah. So no, that's that's cool. I think that's uh, you can you know guys walking around with fucking cow and pig heads (coughs) and that kind of stuff. It's it's sweet. Vince has always had a thing for Bova. Bova,
1: Mm, Bova's
3: awesome.
4: I do like. Mm.
1: You know, there's a lot of characters coming back.
3: Oh, uh, real quick, it had a very um, um, journey to the center of the earth feel. Oh, dope. Not the Will Ferrell remake. Uh, that. No, 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 that, that was Land of Lost, Lost, dude. Oh, yeah. Fun, same same difference. You're, you're thinking
1: like, Brandon... Or the Brendan uh, Fraser Brandon Frasier, remake. Brendan
3: Fraser, yeah. And honestly, that's when the Fantastic Four can be at their best, is whenever they're going you know, either outer space or inner space or a journey to the center of the Earth. Oh, I'll
4: tell you what. I would love to see if he gets around. If, I would love to see Tony Moore get a chance to... Uh, Oh, to, to
3: a little bit of Fantastic Four, uh, that would be amazing. Oh, I man. just want him to do, to do the League of Monsters for the rest of his life. <laughs> uh, we know he's not. He's I not would not be game. sad. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But it's it's awesome. Yeah sweet that's cool yeah i can't wait to read it it's a uh well, it's oh part, part it's, of the stack. speaking of did you guys notice in a, the last issue of the punisher not the one that came out this week but uh the last issue where frank castle franken franken castle is sitting in that room watching tv and everything on the tv are scenes from fear agent i would have if I. i, if I'd read I wish again. i got that channel Oh, that's so awesome! <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, those are like hey, yeah." They were they were all paid. They were all panels from Fear Agent on the team. David, show. you know what would be cool Let's
4: on see. Friday? We could sit and talk about comics. Came out like four months ago that we've both <laughs> read. <laughs> Wait, he's,
1: he's like the anti-me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> It'll be hey, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm trying to stay current for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> our um, listeners aren't into current? They like the old shit.
1: Right. You know, it won't be
3: awesome whenever everybody has iPads and we can read comics on the same day. They want us to talk about essential Godzilla.
1: We could download the damn Showing things as work. we're talking. That'd be mm-hmm. so good.
3: Oh yeah, cuz I can't cuz we can't
4: do that now.
1: It'd be butter. No, we can't because <laughs> oh, we can't. some of us some of us actually care about the data transfer. You know what I'm saying?
4: Uh, I, I certainly well, do. Well, oh I, yeah. I don't know I'm gonna rip this I'm gonna rip
1: this DVD while I'm talking on my podcast. Party
4: kettle, I know. <laughs> Data transfer, hey Vince, before you gush about what I know you're dying to gush about, I want oh. to give a shout out to something.
1: Do it. Huh? You don't have to and, ask and, me. And hell am and I? I'm a
4: little, I'm a little surprised at the absolute, at least what I've perceived to be lack of of commentary on it. And um,
1: Ooh, and that know. is
4: um, the uh, we talked a bit about the first two. Uh, Vertigo crime OGNs that came out, Mm -hmm. when they came out. There was a lot of buzz behind them, Um, and I think the consensus was that that Dark Entries was sort of, you know, okay, but but not exactly, at least, I didn't read it, but you guys, as I recall, didn't think it was the strongest, but that we all really like Filthy Rich. Well, um, what, three, four weeks ago now? The, uh, the third... The in Chill. Right yeah, The Chill. Um, and I read it, uh, yesterday. And, uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's, it's written by Jason Starr, who is a novelist. I have not read any of his work. Um, I guess he's written Panic Attack and the Follower, what he's credited here on the book for. I, I don't know if you guys have read his work, but, um, I assume he's, a, they're crime novels, but I don't know. Um, and I think this is his first comic work. And it's illustrated by, um... Mick Bertolorenzi, and I think I'm getting that ah. name right. Uh, do you do you know him at all? It mm-hmm. says he's done work for DC and Chimera Comics, but uh, yeah. he's from Italy. Um, but uh, I haven't seen any talk about this, like good, bad, or indifferent. I just haven't seen people react to it. And it I, I hope that's not an indication of a lack of follow-through interest in the Virgo crime line as a whole, because...
3: Uh, I, th- I think it was timing, uh, more than anything. Yeah, I think they
4: um, got
1: buried for some reason.
3: Well, the uh, dark entries in... Uh, um filthy rich came out at the same time and it was the the launch of vertigo crime and Mm -hmm. this came out what like right around the holidays and it was the only one that that was released it wasn't a pair of them i think they i i think it would be very smart for them to release these in pairs as opposed to, to to singles um yeah, I, you know, I it probably did okay. I, I have it. I haven't read it yet, but, uh, I know there's some others that I'm looking forward to. I know, um, I know Chris Somney has one coming out soon. Right. Area 10,
4: yeah. Mm hmm. But, yeah, uh, the next two are Bronx Kill in March, uh, by Peter Milligan and, uh, James Romberger, and then Area 10 by Somni and, uh, Christos Gage. Cool. Nice. Um, but, so this one, I mean, the premise is basically New York, there is a serial killing spree happening. Um, People are being defaced in a lot of different ways and murdered, and their their bodies are frozen solid. Um, in addition to being mutilated in other ways, and um, it's uh, true to the the line. It's you know it's a very dark uh, pulp book. It is set in current day, um, so it's not a period piece. But beyond that, it's very very uh, pulpy. You know, it's, it's there is nothing. While there is a little bit of mysticism in this, and I'll be vague because I don't want to give it away. Uh, it really is very much a earthbound book. It's very dirty. Um, The book is very sexual, very violent. Um, But I loved it to death. I mean, I think the guy's art, and again, I wasn't familiar with the writer or the artist before this, but, uh, but this book looks gorgeous. The panel layouts are fantastic, and it's really straight out of, like, heavy metal. Which I know is right up your guy's alley, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, there's a ton of sex in the book, and there's a reason for that beyond it. Be. It's not, well, I guess you could say it's gratuitous because there's a ton of it, but, uh, but as a reason, I mean, that's part and parcel for, for, for what's, wh- the, the sex isn't part of the, uh, the whole murder thing. Um, but I mean, the dude, it, there's one woman that's basically nude a lot, but she, because of this mystical, mystical aspect, basically can appear. She appears to every man to be their their their, their ideal woman. Oh, nice. So even though it's the same woman banging it out a lot, uh, you know she looks different in every scene, um, and it's it's just, I mean, he just draws a sexy, sexy woman. Um, and uh, you know, it's a quick read. It's a very straightforward story. Um, and again, it's just—it's like if they extended out a great, you know, creepy story. I mean, you know, it's definitely got a little bit of a horror aspect to it. If they extended out a great, creepy or EC story into a full-length OGN and had beautiful artwork with it and some sex, it, that's what this book would be. Um, so I—I I liked it. Um, I liked it. I think as much as Filthy Rich. Now I didn't read the uh, the, the Constantine wow. book, so I can't react to that. But I—I I thought it was terrific. And uh, see. and and whereas. Well, I was just going to say, whereas this has now definitely set me up for wanting to buy everything from this line because um, I would have bought the next two anyway because of the creative teams, but but now I'm two for two with this line. I mean, both have been real treats, and uh, and I think to Chris's point, a little bit buried in the fact that there were so many really really heralded graphic novels that have come out in, in the last six months, but but this one was was terrific. And don't let it, you know, if you like crime and you like you know crime fiction and and uh, detective tales and uh, uh, and, and, and you know anything in that genre, particularly if you like the serial killer route. Um, uh, th- that's I like well, serial you know, Well, I'm saying you know there's lots of people that like that kind of story. It's a fun, yeah. you know the, the thriller if you want to call it. Um, this is you know this is a comic version of a of a great you know summer popcorn thriller, uh, book. You know, I mean now
1: see from your description, it sounds like it has um supernatural elements to it. Yeah, it does. I don't think they're doing themselves any favor by doing that
3: yeah I think they need to keep it more crime yeah just, i mean i 'm just, just saying just they
1: crime. they had the the dark entries, which was very mm-hmm. supernatural with Constantine. This right. sounds like the, there 's a supernatural quotient to it too if you 're going to call the line vertigo crime, which I know the the, the vertigo part ushers in all the, the, uh, images of, you know, the supernatural and the preconceived notions we have of what those books are. Sure. But I, I think that in order for these books to do really well, they need to find a new audience outside of the vertigo pool mm-hmm. and they're not going to pull in. I mean, they, they may dissuade someone who thinks, you know, I love crime. I'm going to pick this book up. And then it has a woman in it who's jumping around bonk, bonking everybody like, you know, like a, a succubus or something or a, so. So yeah. that that may turn people off and i don't i i think they need to set on a direction and stick with it. Well there's, there's, there's nothing I mean, I, wrong with straight crime. I mean,
4: our, you, know, our, if, you know David D who um you know we all know David and uh, he posted something in another forum about about that very thing Vince because he, he's a huge crime noir fan and uh, and he's read all 3 and he's also a John Constantine fan. In fact, he wrote an article about it and uh in a magazine about two years ago. Right. But uh, he's a huge Constantine fan, so he read it. But he he actually made the same point, Vince. He said that while he's enjoyed all three, um, he would characterize two of the three as being more horror, supernatural books than true crime yeah. fiction. Mm-hmm. And while that's fine and he enjoyed them for what they were, he did agree with you that if you are really sort of primarily a crime fiction guy and supernatural stuff isn't your bag, then he could see that this would be disappointing or at least surprising. Because because nothing nothing in this book, unless you've... Nothing on the back or front cover of the description of this book would indicate to you that there's supernatural elements. Right, right. Um, and I didn't know that until I read the book. I mean, I didn't buy it knowing that. Um, and again, for me, it worked because I like that stuff. Like, I mean, you know, it, like with Chris, we- you know, Chris, like, lock and key, this is right... That's, it's that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's really exactly like that kind of thing with, you know, more adult overtones. But, um, so... So to me, this was right up my wheelhouse, but I do agree with what you're saying, Vince. I mean, it's not – since the line is called Vertigo Crime, maybe they – It's and again, I don't know that these don't have a place, but maybe two of the first three shouldn't have led – maybe they shouldn't have led the line that way. But I also it, think that part of it was that the Constantine book, as I understand it, wasn't meant to be originally part of the line, and they kind of hastily threw it in the line because uh, they thought it would help sell the line, and maybe yeah. that's part well, of I mean, it But I mean, it, it does not, bear uh, the, the
1: Vertigo that, brand, though.
3: Yeah. Well, well here's the question is, is, why throw the crime? Moniker on it. Why just not call it, you know, Vertigo? RGNs. Vertigo graphic novels.
1: Vertigo Noir. No, but <laughs> but it, it, it does. See, when you when you preface a line with that Vertigo name. And call it vertigo crime. It's not exactly a misnomer if they right, right. to to throw the supernatural. This it may just mean well, yeah, this is the, the vertigo this version is, this
3: of crime. Is so targeted for for book markets. Right. If I walked out of my room right now and said, you know, honey, what does vertigo mean to you? First of all, she's going to say a Hitchcock movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so ver- vertigo doesn't mean anything to. Anyone but us, guys. You know? Well, so, I I wouldn't
1: go that far, but I I understand. It, what know, I'm trying to, to say, though...
3: To, to, it, to comic book fans, only comic book fans relate Vertigo to a type of comic that really isn't even defined. Because you can do a lot within right. Vertigo. It, it basically means that it's... it's I don't know. What what does Vertigo mean to you guys?
1: Oh, geez, That's a good uh, question. A high-quality,
4: um, high uh, creator-driven mm-hmm Sequential kind, you know. I mean, that's just good comics. Yeah, yeah but you, ha, you have to comics.
1: thematically though. It, it does conjure uh, the. You
3: can you you can say fuck. Yeah, I mean, don't sure just for mature readers. That's what
1: that's <laughs> been. But you know ma- what I'm trying to say is though, by calling it driven
3: mature comics, mm-hmm. yeah. that that is not. You know, most people have no idea what that what that what. I would agree. With you.
4: Well, certainly <laughs> in the book market, yeah, I would agree. I mean, that, uh, but I. I yeah, but but again, I guess for me, is I think everything you guys are saying is valid. It's a fair criticism and, and something you know maybe Karen Berger and her as, as lieutenants could be asked about. But again, as a consumer of the stuff, I don't much give a shit, right? I mean, I right.
0: to yeah. me,
4: I've read I've read two of the three. I didn't read the Constantine one because I just don't have much of a affinity. Not because I don't dislike Constantine. I just, as I've said before. I, I don't. I have not read much of any. You should um, pick it
3: up; it's not bad.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not opposed to it. It's just that I don't. I, I read these two, and and so far I enjoyed them very very much. So I, uh, t- to me, it's 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 hitting on 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 everything it, it needs to. But you know, again, to be fair, I, I don't know that I would. If you had just handed me these and they didn't have a a moniker attached to it, and I said, "What genre are these?" I probably I guess I would have said Filthy Rich was a crime book, but I probably wouldn't have said this was a crime book. Although it is, again, very much – I mean, it is a crime story, but uh, it is a mystery. But, but yes, I probably wouldn't – I would have characterized it more as a supernatural
3: thriller. Um,
1: And uh, Area 10 looks to have a science fiction element to it. Which is cool. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It was so funny. Uh (laughs) So Vince, you love boobies, so you got to get this book.
1: I do love boobies.
3: I do, dude. There are
4: boobies and ice every other page.
1: And I do I, love a good Italian draftsman. Mm-hmm. So
4: he's, you know, he's definitely a Milo Manara. You know, oh, there's only
1: one Milo Manara.
4: No, I'm saying, uh, yeah, I take your word for he's it. He's a guy that's obviously, you know, yeah, he's from that
1: that school. Yeah. Chris, what were you gonna say before we squashed you? Well, Which I I, 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 I was
3: gonna talk about. Uh, Chris Somni had talked about uh, that book last year at uh, at the Wizard uh, Wizard Comic Con. That he, I mean, the, that that book has been in the can for a while, mm-hmm. and and Vertigo will do that. And I was asking him about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I went back and I looked at it, and it's like that's the worst thing that an artist can do is go back and look at something they've done, and it's." It, it was it was so funny to hear him talk about it. and i'm sure it's going to look amazing but just to hear like the 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 tortured regret of the artist of yeah, you go back and you look at something, you're like, oh, I so wish I had drawn that differently or, or done this. It was, oh, yeah. it was, it was, it was pretty telling. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, we know Chris's, the quality of Chris's work. I, I can't, uh, I can't wait to, um, uh, to see it. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. But, right. um, you were, you were talking about, you know, supernatural and supernatural stuff. I want to throw out one more book and then I'll shut up for a while. Um, no, you won't. Phil, Phil Hester's, <laughs> Phil Hester's The Darkness. If you, If you picked up the first like super cheap trade that that Top Cow put out for that, which was very very good and kind of reset the the whole the whole character, the second volume will blow your fucking doors off. It is so effing good. It is. All right.
4: I enjoyed the first one so. Um,
3: total total direction change on it. Mm -hmm. It's Jackie Estacado. Basically being a bounty hunter for the devil and it's
1: awesome. And, but the thing I liked more about the second one, the first volume was very much entrenched in the top cow status quo, meaning it looked like a witchblade comic. And, and, you know, even though Hester was Feeling out the characters and and, and uh, asserting his influence on the book. It read like a really good Top Cow book. The second arc, uh, which I'm I'm assuming is is in the trades, the trade that you read, it is so far removed from that. It doesn't look like a Top Cow book. It it doesn't read like one. It's almost as if uh, he merged what was with uh, a sort of vertigo kind of edge. Exactly, right? but in but it in a good read, way. It
3: read like a Vertigo book. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Especially the first the first story in the second trade is just a one shot story of Jackie Estacado going through this town that has been taken over by a witch, like a yep. uh, hundred years ago or whatever, and it's him trying to figure out a way to to you know, in a very, you know, darkness sort of way, take care of this problem. And uh yeah, it it was like a one shot out of like a house of mystery comic. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, and then the rest of the series is you you find out that, you know, some shit went down with him in the last in the last series and he basically to save his soul becomes a bounty hunter for the devil, more or less. Um and it's it's awesome. I, I was really I was good. I was shocked by how much I was liking The Darkness. So pick up that second trade. It is so, so good. I got you back. Yes. Yeah. I'm not bullshitting people. It's good. Word. That's now true. it's time for the main event.
2: Yes. Oh,
1: no. We got to hear from David. Oh, we did hear from David. We no, did. Don't no worry. Yeah, yeah.
2: I was going to mention another Vertigo series that that Do I it. hope gets some legs. You know, it's it's just started. I hope you know it, it, it catches on. But it can wait. Next
1: week. What are you going to talk about? Oh, Come Talk on. about it. Just I got, you not talk- I
2: read the first two volumes of Fables.
1: Yay! Oh, oh nice! <laughs> oh,
2: shit! I feel all gross. <laughs> Holy out. crap! The second I, one's
3: better than the first one. The it? second
2: one is better than the first. I have the third one ready to, uh, to go. I'll probably start on it this weekend because I want to get the first three. So this way, because everybody, oh, oh, it gets better after the first. People walked away after the first. And the second one doesn't really, so start, you know, so I'm going to read the first three and see where I stand with that. I, I did enjoy the second one. Um I, I like how they gave us a mystery for the first arc for who killed Rose Red and then uh and then they really kinda hammered the point on it, it. It cemented the fact that, that we're dealing with characters from fairy tales and they waited until the, the second arc the second five issues to to give that story. I mm-hmm. I, I did like that and I, I mean Buckingham's art is pencils are outstanding it's it's a um i i i'm not gonna say that it's it's uh i have a tendency to wait or for the um i guess the hype I, i'll i'll read it my own time my own terms i'm not I, i'm gonna try not to i mean i'm doing the same thing with blackest night everybody can say whatever they want to say about it it's greatest thing they've read in the past awesome. eighteen months or whatever so <laughs> i'll wait we'll see if until answers. because you know it's it's also it's it's something I'll get into it at a later date regarding Green Lantern and, and, Jeff Johns and things like that. But it's, uh, I'm just going to, you know, take my time with, I mean, the, the series started what 2002. So we're going on almost a decade that, mm-hmm. that, that fables has been around. So, uh, you know, I'll obviously, uh, I'll take my sweet ass time when it comes to something that I want to read. And I do want to read it. It's not like, I mean, Woods a huge fan. So it's not like someone's been beating me over the head week in week out going, when are you going to read it? um, it's, uh,
3: it's not like, should I read Fear Agent?
2: <laughs> it's only on
1: Fear Agent. Uh, I, I think, you know, you get the the checks from Chris Somni every week. I think Tony Moore is cutting Chris checks every it's
2: week. It's got to be. Although, although Chris was uh, filling in for me tonight with, with the Somni
3: love. So
1: that's good. Yeah. I am
3: I'm, I'm, I'm Rick Remender's bitch.
2: Yeah. As we all <laughs> should be.
3: Yes. But, um,
2: but What's no, really I, cool,
1: David, about the first arc of Fear Agent uh, – Jesus Chris of fables is it reads like it's story driven but it's not it's very much character driven those oh, those yeah. those plot uh instances exist only to show you who those characters are and and what they're capable like like, like yeah. you know jack that's the yeah. first one you get all you need to know about Jack by that first story. Yeah, and 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 Rose and the 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 initial characters, and then the second arc capitalizes on what you already know and pushes it in even more uh, towards the characters. So yeah, that's what I like about fables the best. They're, the stories are great, but they wouldn't be all that if if I didn't know and love a lot of those characters for who right. they are. Absolutely, Absolutely. no, yeah. I, I
2: agree with that, and 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 I think in the um in the in the second story that well the, the cliffhanger and the penultimate issue. When um Pinopolis. when a main character uh gets shot and and how this character comes back mm-hmm. or 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 hangs on, mm-hmm. it, it's uh I I I like that I, I I like the way it was explained as to why they can't die and yeah. and uh and it was it was it was it makes so sense like the uh like
4: Marvel pantheon right like like they got like it's it's very similar to that you know like like the why? Why? why then Norse gods and the Greek gods and Marvel and yeah. stuff aren't. You know, yeah. it's the same kind of idea, right? With absolutely, yeah, hum- yeah. Of yeah humanity I mean, it's mythology.
2: Yeah, it has to be. It has to do with the beliefs. As long as you, mm-hmm. if 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 people believe in you or 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 have have faith in you or what you do or or in your story or whatever, then then yeah, then as long as that belief is there, that no one, they can't be let. You're not going to get let go. You're not going to forget. Well, you're never going to die, David.
1: That's right. The, that, <laughs> right. Right there, that is the greatest power in, in, in the universe, is, is the power of belief. Believe, get someone yes. to believe and you can get them to do anything.
4: As Tom and Sal said last episode of AC, I mean, when we get to episode 100, <laughs> they, have, they think we're going to have people wearing uh, white sneakers and drinking blue Kool-Aid. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, they think they're so funny, don't they?
3: Vince's Church of Comic Love. Come, ascend <laughs> oh, with sure. me.
1: You should love all comics for what they are.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but on the sneakers, I want uh, I, I want
2: Vince to kind of turn this into into bullpen And So I mean, we can we can do a spoiler filled fables. Either we can wait till I read the third trade, or we can get into it you know no. next week or something. But we can. That, uh,
1: that's not a book you spoil.
2: No, you're absolutely right. And I'm I'm I'm, you know, even the little things I pick up here and there, you know, I'll see on a thread about oh, you should be reading Fables and Fables is great. I never look at spoilers, but I can I can understand why it's 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 a much loved series and uh and I am um, you know, I guess maybe as 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 I get into it, as I as I keep getting the trades, if if I I have seen some people say that maybe some some cracks in in Willingham's armor as far as some of the stories or, or the characters or how how he writes things, but but so far I'm I'm digging it. Yeah, like I said uh, a week or two ago, I think
4: uh, through the through the um, issue seventy five, I, I I think. Um, he's he's, which was you know his always his first big arc mega arc that he was able to complete because the this, this series is popular enough. I think it's really really tight. And then like like we said, I think after that he kind of you know he had a little bit of he had the great fables crossover and right. uh, and and, uh, and and I haven't actually read that yet because it's the next trade to be coming, um, but I've heard nothing but actually. Bad things about yeah. that. Um, I I liked um, it, but that too.
1: seems to be the the general consensus. That uh, yeah. But I mean, that's
2: you know, that's what that's uh, twelve trades from now. So now, if I if I do decide to <laughs> now, now, Jack of Trades started and then... Jack of there was the sorry, Jack, <laughs> Jack of Trades. <laughs> yeah, Jack of Trades. Why not? I'm Jack of um, the Trades. Hey, um, love that crick. The uh, <laughs> he's fast on his feet, Jack isn't he? Of fables. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I used to have, I used to gig frogs in a crick. <laughs> Does they, they, um, that that series started, and many There was a crossover, or did it start yeah. off with the crossover?
4: No, 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 the, no, uh, no, 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 no. Jack no. of Fables had uh, had uh, five should... trades out before the. Oh wow! Three okay. Yeah, you know, yeah.
3: As you read it, okay. Jack. Jack Leaves Fable Channel.
2: Should I should I interchange should I read no, uh,
3: no, yeah, Jack
2: of Fables or Canadian
3: No what what you don't what
4: would need I, to, I mean until yeah. no, like Chris says Jack is doesn't I mean he doesn't cuz cuz Jack Fables doesn't start for a couple years into Fables and then um I'm I'm actually I just read the third Jack Fables trade last week um I have them all but I've been slow to it I will say um it's it's so it's, it's a, yeah it's a fun book I'm enjoying it but and I think a lot of people, that, but it, it's definitely not a, it doesn't have the universal appeal that Fables does. I know a lot of people that do so read Fables about, don't it's care. About or, it's about yeah, Jack. Yeah, right. So if you like the character in Fables, then I think you'll like it, and it's very much, I mean, as I said, Tony Akins does a great job. He's. You can really see his art grow in in, in that in that series from where he starts. Um, and it's a much sort of sexier book, you know, because right, Jack yeah. is kind of that so it's so exactly. a little bit more of wink-wink, of sexual end and a little bit more over the top. So I enjoy it quite a bit. It, but it's not it's it's not as strong. It, it's much. There isn't the depth to it. I mean, this is very much a. It's like a decent. It is, it is a decent TV spinoff. You know, it's like it's a decent spinoff, but it's not going to be as good as the original. Um,
1: yeah. He amps up uh, Willingham amps up and Sturgis, right? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. amp up the conflict at the end of the Great Fables uh, crossover. The book takes a turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so That's you got the- that to look forward to. But basically, David, if you like me, you'll, you'll like Jack because I am Jack.
3: Jack, jack is a lot of fun. You
2: I'm are
1: glad not you Jack. I am Jack. I am. I'm sexist, man. Baby.
2: Yeah, you are. Um, I well, love my lots women. Lots of people are sexist. That doesn't make
4: you Jack.
1: I'm not a dick. But I can. be. You're
4: do. also not are stunningly
3: no, uh, is, blonde, it's, stunningly it's, good looking. Or yeah, I am. Oh. So Jason was focusing on the good attributes of
1: Jack. Do we ever
3: think is it? Do we know who
2: the is? It ever revealed who the adversary is? is oh so- yes. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. I just didn't know if he was just named. In that fact, way it's revealed or... pretty quickly. You'll, you'll. It's. it's oh, I don't oh, remember. Okay. It's, it's pretty quick. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Santa,
1: Santa Claus.
3: But basically, <laughs> been regarding, cool. regarding Jack. Whenever Jack leaves Fables, you can start reading Jack of Fables, okay. and and you're yeah. good there. And what just, is the?
2: Yeah. Uh, it's a mini series, right? There's a new spinoff. Is it? Not, not well serious. that was just for the great oh, awesome. Yeah, that was the
4: uh the, 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 the there was the the crossover was nine issues, it was three issues of fables, three issues of jack, and then a three issue uh miniseries of the literals. Um yep. which it's just the, and it was ran nine so it was those nine and they're collected in a trade together. Okay. Um, so it'd be it'll be the sixth Jack of Fables trade and the thirteenth fables trade. You know, the like dual number and it'll be okay. the
1: Which probably yeah, pissed off. A lot of uh, fables readers. I mean, if you don't, you know, if if you don't read everything, then you got to buy, or vice versa. Like if you just read Jack, now you got to buy a trade with other books. Well, you know what's going to be
4: confusing on that front? I think also, just as a segue, I do think it's a little confusing how all this Hulk stuff's going to get collected.
1: Oh, it's not confusing. It's awesome. I'm Click not saying it off saying awesome.
4: I'm saying I'm, I'm a little confused, having trying to jump back in because they renamed Scar into Incredible Hulk again, and yeah, yeah. Like,
1: yeah, like you're I'm right. not
4: sure where
5: to where it all ties in together. But so I kind of feel partly responsible because Doctor Voodoo is cancelled. We're only going to get five issues, and I pretty I basically got the first three. <laughs> Probably, about the day before uh the news broke that it was going to be cancelled um, why i didn 't put them up before i don 't know am I part of the problem i've no idea. Was it the three ninety nine price point on the first one, and then whoops, we got it wrong it 's now two ninety nine Who can say um, in any case you 've got five issues, complete story. brick recommend the goodness, and I will call you back Rick. bye. This is me calling you back. Um, as I was saying, yeah, Rick Remender goodness all over it. Um, you can tell that he absolutely loves this character and um, has all kinds of stories to tell with him in his brain, and it's just a shame that... Well, uh, I'm hoping he re services at some kind, because if the first three issues are in of the five or anything to go by, um, I would have been along for the ride, but uh, slow on the pick-up. So, once again, I'm part of the problem. However... If you've if you haven't, if you didn't pick up the book, um, if you're going through back issues or you come across it, issue two, Gabriel Hardman. Um, over the last kind of year, uh, we've got used to the backups in Agents of Atlas. We've had a look at Heathentown, and um, we love Gabe. If you ever want to see a showcase for his work, issue two, the kind of origin of the curse of Dr. Voodoo that pops up in the middle of the book oh my god gorgeous, gorgeous artwork um, I think it's four kids on a train um, well, so this is kind of flashing back I'm assuming to kind of late 70s in this continuity uh, gorgeous colours um, oh, it's just amazing coming across some old zombie dude and the boys are picking on him, and, uh, Brother Voodoo as a kid is kind of defending him, and then, um he ends up kind of uh, being part of the problem, and then the zombie dude stands, and all kinds of hell breaks loose. And, mate, uh, it just, the artwork is just stunning. Absolutely stunning. Um the, the, the full page of, uh, of the, the kind of zombie guy stood with the knife i um, cursing the little boys, just, I'm um, absolutely amazing. If, if you, if you were kind of, eh, if you know what, It's only five issues, it's finished, I'm not going to check it out. At least pick up issue two and just check out Gabe Hardman's artwork on that. It's just fantastic. I, I don't want backups as much as the lovely little vignettes or nuggets that you come across in the middle of these books. I want, uh, we want more Hardman. I'd like Heathen Town too. I want more ma- mammoths and zombies and swamps. Um but yeah. If you haven't checked it out, <laughs> which I'm assuming you haven't, because it's been canceled, Dr. Voodoo, issue two, um, just even awesomer. There you go. Uh, yeah, bye.
1: You bye. Let's talk about Hulk, why don't we? Why don't we? Can can we, Chris? Oh, you're going to love this, Chris.
3: He's going to love it.
1: Uh, now, before oh, we dude, get... dude,
0: you can't do dude, that. No,
4: no, no,
1: no, no, uh, no. And I'll tell you, you, will, you will find you. out why. Uh, I will say that if you haven't read Fall of the Hulk's Alpha and Gamma, there will be spoilers in this. I'm it was looking good. forward
3: to the Planet Hulk movie coming out next week. Me
1: too. Me too. too. I th- you know, I could have bought you it. Uh, I, put th- I put this on the forum. I could have bought it uh, yesterday. Toys yeah. R Us had it for sale a week early. Really? Yeah. Don't need no yeah. Deep deep. And, and I passed on it because I had a Best Buy gift card, and I'm figuring, why should I spend the money when I can go get it for free next week? Essentially Here. for free. You, you know? know. So I wanted it, but I did pass. And it was only the one disc version. And I want the two because I'm a I'm f- getting a
0: Blu-ray
3: second, baby. I don't even know what's
4: the what, second
1: disc. There's a 50 minute uh, I don't know something, <laughs> something. I don't know. Um, I, it's some, it's, some, it's some. the deluxe version. It's the Hulk. The deluxe version. I gotta get it. But anyway, so okay. so if you haven't read Fall of the Hulk's Alpha and Gamma, there are spoilers here. Okay, mm-hmm. what, what I read over the weekend, I went Hulk crazy. I read Incredible Hulk 605, Hulk 18, Follow the Hulk's Alpha, Gamma. See, I didn't I read, read
2: 18. I have 18. I didn't read
1: it yet. Well, 18 doesn't really have anything to do with it. I mean, it, not much. Not, but I'm not going to talk about that. I read, sections, I read Hulk, over, over. Hulk 19, Incredible Hulk 606. I also read What If World War Hulk, and oh, I goodness. read Hulk Guard. So See, I was going I, Hulk I crazy. That. That's great. But anyway. it is. So the, the main idea behind Fall the Hulks Alpha, Jason and David, I know you read it, so let's tell Chris, let's let's hook him into it because this is a really cool story. It's awesome. It is so far,
4: yeah. It's, it's, Parker, baby.
1: It starts off with the intel. What the, what the intel is, a group of the world's most advanced criminal minds. You have the leader. The
3: intelligentsia, right?
2: Yeah,
1: it's the intel. I'm right. sure it's the intel.
3: Their sure arch enemy is the Motorola. Actually, wait, no.
2: First of all, <laughs> Uh, the writer of Alpha retweets Vince this afternoon.
1: He retweets oh, he me?
2: Yes. Wait, I didn't no know kidding.
1: That. Jeff Parker?
2: Jeff Parker retweeted oh, your nice tweet, Parker man.
1: face. Wow. What I, when Look I said that. You, the because boy,
2: you said it's cosmic.
4: Big it, is,
1: it is. Big. Oh, wait. I, I so want to tell you where it's going, but I will not do it. because well, I Set it up. It's written. I'm, all
4: Follow Alpha is written by Jeff Parker and
3: art amazing pencils by
1: Oh. oh. Paul yes. Pelletier, and, and a gorgeous... Now see,
3: I love both those guys. I know but you do. I just don't
2: no. give a shit. Oh, oh, but you you'll will. love this,
3: dude. You, you, can't, could, dude, you, you cannot read... I don't,
4: even the most curmudgeonly people that read Marvel, I don't see how you yeah. can read that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let's
1: let's just set it up, and if we don't have him completely convinced at the end, he does not love fun, fun comics. Because uh, yeah, that's exactly what this Christ. is. If you have a history of Marvel comics, dude, and you I'm, like...
3: A dude, I've been lobed.
1: No, no, no. no Lobe, this isn't Loeb. I'm Lobe. telling you. Yeah, but Loeb is on fire with these things, too. He's really. He's having he, fun. He, I, he is. I like Loeb's whole books. All right. Let's let, let just get into it. The intelligentsia, a.k.a. We're, the we're Intel. Stop. 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 All right. You, you have with the, now. the greatest criminal minds in the Marvel Universe the leader, the red, the red Ghost, <laughs> Modoc, the Thinker, the Wizard, Dr. Doom, and Egghead.
3: You said Red Ghost? I said it's, Red Ghost. Does he have the apes? Yep. Oh, yes,
1: yeah. he does. How nah, are going to have Red Ghost? Well, that's kind of, that's they, kind of the
3: awesome android.
1: What they do is they pillage the fabled Library of Alexandria. Which is the, a badass the, way to start the book. Yeah. Yes, the, the Eternals have saved all of that valuable knowledge from the fire of the, in the Library of uh, Alexandria. And they've sequestered it in a, a way in their uh, Antarctic hideaway. But the intelligentsia have figured out a way, based on all of their brain power, to mask themselves whenever they're together Moda, uh, they're doing the computations and, and they they've, they've figured out a way to make themselves virtually invisible they 've put them out of phase with themselves out of phase with time, so the eternals don't know they're there. They pillage the the textbooks and the artifacts in the library of Alexandria, but while they're there, and initially I was like. What the hell does this have to do with anything? They find the Hulk automaton. It's, it's, it's a basically an Hulk, a Hulk robot. And I didn't know how it fit into the story, but once you take a look at the things that each one of the intelligentsia specialize in, and then you, you take a look at the Hulk robot, you're like, oh. cause when you think about it, the leader, he's, he specializes in genetics. And robotics and physics. You have the red ghost who is specially attuned to cosmic radiation. Okay. Modoc, uh, is another master of genetics. You have the thinker who specializes in artificial intelligence. Do you see where this is going? The, the, the wizard is a master of subatomic particles. And of course, egghead is, uh, specializes in engineering and robotics too. So you have this shell of this entity that draws in cosmic radiation, and it's it it's a a housing for an artificial intelligence that doesn't come into play till later on. So they they take the Hulk uh, robot, and there's also a disc, uh, not a disc, um, information on where the other storehouses for the Library of Alexandria are located. So what they do is they they pillage all this information, but they don't have. Everything, and they're storing all this knowledge in Latveria, in, in Doom's stronghold. While they're while they're doing this, once they get that that final chunk of information, Doom turns the tables on them, and, and and it was
4: classic Doom.
1: Yeah, he takes all the information for his own. Get the hell out of my country, and it it leads them down a path where they separate, but what they did with this issue is they retconned a lot of marvel history in in, the
2: illuminati right so far as
1: how what they did was they would watch because they banded together and every secret society takes care of their own the individual missions that they went on say the leader wanted to attack the hulk he got you know the shit kicked out of him the other members had his back they they bolster him back up to to fighting, you know, condition. And the same with the other ones, but what they also did was so none of the other villains and or heroes in the Marvel Universe would pick up on it. They would also help other villains. Yeah. L- like if Claw got the shit kicked out of him against against Black Panther, they would pick up the pieces and help Claw so as to divert suspicion away from the other members of the team. It's encounter. funny though when they say that.
4: These guys must have think that they're immortal because they kept <laughs> bringing him back. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. great, you know, cuz that's great. Classic comic conundrum is you guys know always get defeated the, and then come back
1: the absorbing man gets dissolved, they were there to help him out, so that's that 's a nice way to do it and, and it answers a lot of questions
4: and they right? they also set them up as being responsible for, uh, for the beyonder and yeah and for yes uh, <laughs> they, 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 they apparently were they were to blame for secret wars because they they, Venom. they, they had yeah they had doom turn yeah. on this energy beacon, which uh, would supposedly take you know like thousands of years for anyone to notice but the beyonder noticed it right away and came to earth and started fucking around and uh yep yeah, and then they, they they that's what they were responsible for bringing the venom symbiote to earth and uh mm-hmm.
1: yeah and so, and one of the other things they were responsible for and it doesn't come into play until later on actually in gamma there's a certain woman who's very close to Bruce Banner that they 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 have the body and and you can imagine what I'm talking about of course it's it's Betty Brant who they cure Along with uh Betty Ross. Her, Betty Ross. I'm Ross, sorry, Betty. Yes, yeah, see I'm sorry, Spider Man. Be- sh- yeah, Betty Ross and her estranged husband, who Mr. Wood took the uh, moniker in the beginning that's of the me, show. That's me, dude, Mr. Talbot. Yes. Curdle. That that's how they're alive. They pop up in, in uh Follow the Hulk's gamma. And before we get into that, I just want to read something from the latest issue of Comic Spire's Guide. It's number 1663, straight out of the mouth of Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb told CBG, "Fall of the Hulks will answer all the questions." All, in italics, the questions. Who is all Red of Hulk? The questions? All of the questions. Who is Red Hulk? Will Name Banner's the wife? No. Will Banner's Green Hulk return? What is She-Hulk's fate? Will Scar kill the Hulk? Okay. And he drops a couple clues that not all of the gamma radiated beings are going to make out of this, make it out of this alive. They're using this storyline as a way to thin the ranks of the Hulk cast. Which is, which is is cool. I don't know about that. So basically, okay, you have Follow the Hulk's Alpha. That just gives you the history of the Intel and, and their, their current plans and where it's going, blah, blah, blah. Follow the Hulk's Gamma. And this is big doings.
2: This is. No. I wasn't expecting this. I no, see. and, and you know the,
1: the thing that that oh, got not. me was it was done in <laughs> it was done in flashback. It happens off-screen essentially. Uh, written by Jeff Loeb, drawn by some guy named John Romita Jr. I don't know who he is. Mm. Um, come. Thunderbolt come. Ross is killed by the Red Hulk.
3: Really? Yep. Yes. Yeah. He he, go,
1: he goes up against uh, the Red Hulk in the Redeemer armor and Ross's uh hubris Takes over that 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 uh, machismo that Ross kind of had, and at a critical point in the battle, he drops his shield, uh and he wanted the Red Hulk to know who was taking him out. He had him on the ropes, and he drops his shield, and the Red Hulk just gutted him, just killed him. Mm. Um, but see, it,
3: you, no, you can't do that.
1: Well, well he did. He did. Wh- what it does is because it,
3: it's Thunderbolt Ross. But he, he had a coming. Like cares,
1: right? Tertiary you, you, character. That you know, you can't spit in the wind for no, all it, these years no, and not no, get wet.
3: He's not a tertiary. Tertiary. Way to way to pull out the big words whenever <laughs> I know it's drunk. It's not a tertiary character. Thunderbolt Ross is a is a primary character he's in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in the Hulk character. mythos.
1: Right, dude. That, Ahab died at better the end to of kill Moby him. Dick. Come on.
3: And then the book ended. No. oh, no, The
1: y- book was just beginning.
0: No, no was dude, he was dead at the
3: start. Oh, but, okay. We're talking about Ross.
2: He's talking about it, yeah.
1: Oh. It, but anyway, uh, and the reason why the Red Hulk killed Thunderbolt Ross is because Ross was crucial to the intelligentsia's plans. See, during World War Hulk, when Tony brought down the pain from the satellite, it was MODOK and the leader that did their mojo on it that created the Red Hulk.
2: And you know, if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for hardball, Tony probably would have beat Hulk at the beginning of World War Hulk. I don't know about that. Well, ah, Hulk is as there is. If you didn't ah. fuck with the saddle, if he didn't, if he didn't fuck with those little needles, <laughs> it.
1: it was a damn needles. But <laughs>
4: dude, by the way, that page in in Alpha where they're going down to the to the Atlantis to steal some shit, and they're all in the uh, in, in the scuba suits and Modocs in the fucking scuba suits, and he's got like the little like the propellers on the side to help. Yeah, it's awesome. Dude. It was
1: it's awesome. funny. It was, oh, the, oh. Alpha. there's so many good moments in Alpha. I mean, it, it, this thing is steeped in not only cosmic Marvel U, but but. You know, if you like the Fantastic Four, you will like this story. The, the Fantastic Four, again, are crucial to this thing. I mean, and all these... Well, you have Doctor Doom. How bad can it be with Doctor Doom in it? And Doctor Doom and all these these let's, the famous Marvel villains, and it just preys on that fanboy love of, of all the goofy stuff we've been loving all these years.
3: I love goofy
1: stuff, and you will love this too. Because in, in again, back to gamma. The rest of the issue is Thunderbolt Ross's funeral, mm-hmm. and there's some nice moments in there. But the big to do about the funeral is Bruce Banner shows up, yeah, with his A bomb uh, bodyguard, uh, says his piece, and uh, then we get the 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 revelation at the end that that Betty and and Talbot are alive because they show up at the gravesite to uh, bid adieu to. Her father you know, and that. So, something that, um, Samson says early on in the issue. The Avengers are there and, uh, mm-hmm. Bucky's like, you know, we, we, gotta take care of this. And Samson says, no, the Air Force has taken over this right now. And at the end, you see Talbot. And don't forget, Talbot's an Air, an Air Force dude. And, oh, yeah. and they show him and he's got the, 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 the the star and the the air force garb on towards the end. So this is not over for Talbot. He will be back. And at the end of uh, Gamma, Banner's working with the Red Hulk. Sometimes yeah. you, you know you yeah. gotta keep your enemies close. So with. Samson is working. Um, what Samson, Samson is working Samson's, with the intel. Oh yeah, yeah. Samson's work with the, the intelligencia. As is the Red She Hulk. Yeah. Okay, let's stop
4: for a second. This is okay. where I get to the part of of clearly being a little. <laughs> what the hell's up
2: with Samson?
1: Yeah. yeah,
4: like obviously from the very start of of Loeb's Hulk, Samson's been a little quirky. You know, he's, he's been, got issues. I, I, yeah. yeah, even some people thought maybe he was the Red Hulk or whatever. But but I know that was dismissed. But but I was completely taken aback when they show him. Hanging with the leader in Modok. So, how long is this news? Nice. Did you know this? Would you, did you already know this, Vince? Uh, and if so, what's yeah.
1: over there? You you found this out in the Churchill <laughs> Loeb issues of Hulk, oh, where where, Dose where Dose. Uh, Domino finds out who the Red Hulk is. Domino's in it? Yeah, I told in, in you, Domino's in, in it.
4: My girl, dude. So yeah, Domino. And
1: that, right. Domino well, finds out.
4: Yeah, waiting on the the, the premiere hardcover. Of Dom- All right. I, I, I won't.
1: I won't tell you what, what happens. But Domino finds out that who the Red you Hulk is. No. Okay. And and in order to take but Domino she out. But tell
4: us though. You don't. We don't know. But she does. No. No. no, said, no. Okay. They
1: they send out X Force and Deadpool, the Punisher, and Elektra to to get her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and at the, uh, you find out where. Uh, uh, Samson's allegiances lie at the end of that story. Okay, okay? but what I'm saying and, is... And that, that story you is... The,
4: that? Like, why is he working with the Intelligentsia? What's his connection? Because obviously all the Intelligentsia, as we saw in Alpha, are super villains that are smart, that are trying to team up. I mean, Samson's never, to our knowledge, been super smart or a villain. So what's they, his they, they
1: hint at the real reason uh, why, and I think it's because Samson resents... Banner for That's, not only Betty, but what happened to Betty, okay. uh, how he how he treated her over the years. Uh, Which would make sense her. Her at, the at,
4: team, at the right? funeral, yes, yeah, at the funeral when Banner walks out, is, gives him that, that evil eye and says, Banner, you know, and it's like, he's limited yeah. there, so... Okay,
1: uh, but he's not right. If you read the Portasio, yeah. I think uh, Hulk number eighteen, Banner's yeah. not all there. are not Banner. Uh, Samson. Yeah. Samson yeah. is. He's. He's got something really working on him, and it's almost like a Jekyll and Hyde. He's. It reminds he's,
2: me of the uh, Peter David when when they were melding all of Bruce's personalities together. Mm-hmm. That's what right, reminds right. me of. That's a good right.
3: point. Yeah, okay.
1: So at the end of um, Gamma and and in hulk 19 and in hulk 60 uh, incredible hulk 606 the goal of the Intelligentsia now is to take the major players off the board the the big brains of the marvel u that could interfere with their plans like reed richards their old uh, t- uh teammate doctor doom they're they're trying to take them out and uh in hulk 19 among other things they kidnap reed richards
4: nice <laughs> da, da,
1: da. Yeah. and oh, okay it is drawn by Ed McGinnis. I was just gonna written, say McGinnis. Written is back for this, right? Yeah. Written, yeah, written by Jeff Loeb. And I'll tell you, if I ever have the the chance to meet Ed McGinnis, I, I don't care what people think about me. I'm gonna go up to the guy and grab his hands and just cradle them against my cheek and say, "Oh my God, <laughs> these hands, dude, you no." And it's cheap. In comic book Valhalla, Jack's up there sitting on his throne, looking down, saying, "That boy gets it." see that boy understands he knows uh, McGinnis, you i he is so much more valuable than, than the comic book community give him credit uh, he's incredible he is in uh, there's any like but i
4: have to say he, he he would not to me Pelletier and remita much higher on my list oh, no, see, no, now no. i
2: don't I, okay in, in depending on the situation and speaking of me there's a pretty funky pin-up or two-page spread that harkens back to the Jack days in in uh, in Gamma. Oh but yeah, yeah. The, um, now when I when I think of Ed McGinnis, I, I, I think of larger-than-life characters. He's perfect, especially when I Mark Farmy. He's perfect on the Hulk book. Oh,
1: yeah, I think he draws the very best thing, even better than Romita Junior. Wow, M- and, and Mag- Romita Junior M- is
2: pretty nice in his Gamma, but yeah, I I have a um when I think back to McGinnis' time at, at DC, especially the first three issues of JLA Classified, the, the story written by Morrison, that was, I, I didn't, you know, he, he's drawing Jon Stewart and Flash and Wonder Woman, and they all kind of have the same body structure, and you can't draw everybody chunky with the broad shoulders, and, yeah. and and I mean, it's it's a Jack Kirby-esque look, but you can't really put the same body that you do on, on Wonder Woman that... John Stewart's going to have, but on on, right. on a book like the Hulk, it, it's it's a match made in heaven. But but in it,
1: he's toned down that that stylization. Yes, yes. A, a he, lot he over awesome the years. Spider-Man
2: in Hulk 600. Mm-hmm. Love that Spidey.
1: True. But True. you're you're right. There are certain McGinnis body types. The 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 strong dudes are very much of the same type. The women, but you could say that about Alan Davis. Alan Davis's women basically all look alike. Watch yourself. No, I mean the guy's the guy's a master, but the the McGinnis woman has a certain look, and and he knows what works, and he uses it to his advantage. And I'm telling, he, oh, I I love Ed McGinnis. Oh my God, I, I, there is an air of Joe Sinnott to the man's work. Oh, there is. Look at this. The the when you get Hulk 19, look at the Red Hulk thing battle, um, in trying to kidnap well in kidnapping read the portal to the negative zone busts open and and they have to close it but before they close it they they trade blows and this whole section i see joe sinnet a lot in this work and maybe it's farmers embellishing i don't know but it, there's a lot of joe that comes mm-hmm. out of this uh power just energy there's nobody that 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 does it like um, McGinnis, but anyway. So that's the point of Hulk nineteen. Let's kidnap Reed Richards. The and point Hulk 19 of nineteen
2: came out last week or this week.
1: Last week. Okay. Uh, the point and six oh six came out last week too. The point of six oh six is to take out Doctor Doom, and that's where they the they begin to reveal their hand because the Hulk android or the the Hulk automaton makes another appearance, and that's when I started thinking what What is the purpose of of this hulk automaton yeah it's powerful uh it sucks in cosmic radiation and gets even more powerful based on how much energy it takes in but but what's the deal where where, where is this this Android thing from? They reveal that in Red Hulk number one, and you will plot when you hear where this <laughs> where this thing is from it, okay. it it's older than Earth wow okay. It, this thing is old. It was created by someone for a specific purpose and uh, it's been perverted from so, its original so design.
4: So this isn't the Loki fake Hulk from back in the old, early Avengers days?
1: No, it's a it's a robot.
4: Right, well that's why he had an automaton robot, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. Well, I don't know. They could retcon it to, to, yeah, but I mean, the the important thing, and that's what Banner says in this issue, the important thing is not the the entity it's the maker who made this you find out but the thing is that before red hulk number one the story was a, a self-contained hulk universe title uh, a story but with this issue it blows up it's just the scope is widened to the point where yow it, i can't i can't get into specifics but when you when you read it you, you'll know why it's incredible. It's incredible. And there's some really cool comedic interaction between A-bomb and the Red Hulk. Uh, ba- Banner sends, uh, A-bomb to, because he has that, uh, chameleon, that, that blending, uh, thing that he has. He can blend into his surroundings. He trails the, the Red Hulk. Cause Banner doesn't trust him. He's working with him, but how could you trust the Red Hulk? And, um, he sends A-bomb out, and then the Hulk knew he was there. So then they they, mm-hmm. they trade quips back and forth, and they go into this AIM laboratory, and there's something to do with MODOK that's really funny. It, it, it's cool.
4: Now, really? a couple questions. Um, A-bomb, we were introduced to A-bomb early on in the Loeb series. Yes. Yes. Um, and we, we find out that he's Rick Jones pretty quickly, but, mm-hmm. he, but we, but it seems now, at least in Gamma, he was much more like Rick Jones. I mean, he's still A-bomb, but he's, he's Rick Jones again. He's not like out of his mind, you know, incest oh, with anger. Man. So did he get his, when did he get his sort of control of his personality back? Like, it, it's he?
1: been, it's been coming. Uh, I uh-huh. would assume that the, the initial shock of MODOK and the leaders tampering. Mm-hmm drove him a little bit nuts but now he he actually has embraced his body he likes being okay. being a member of the heavy hitters club
4: okay and so. i know that we don't know tech, technically who red hulk is yet and i was saying to david while you were offline that that uh, the only thing that annoyed me in the, in, in freaking fall of the hulks was the ohatmu pages where they have the classified over it like why well, put the page in then but, <laughs>
1: it's all you. Like, yeah it's just like but
4: but oh, let me ask you 399. have
3: 399
4: oh lord oh, stop wait. Red She-Hulk. Um, she's also classified. I know that we have... Who, who do you think she is? So what's your guess? I mean,
1: she what, is someone that uh, the Red Hulk has been intimate with, and I don't mean sexually. He knows her. He's worked with her in the past. He knew who she was immediately. And there's a big clue in Red Hulk number one about Red oh, Hulk. Oh, I know who she is. Who?
4: I'm looking at her now. I can see who she is. Okay. Who? It's Her hair is the giveaway. Who? shield contessa because remember the contessa has technically been a scroll for the, for a long time as far She's, as we know but the isn't actual
2: she in secret warriors right now
4: oh is she i'm not i'm not up to date on see that. and, and that's the that's She's the thing about this okay, e- yeah. every,
1: every time we we settle on on a, an identity for these people they always prove us wrong mm, okay. plus
2: but but it, is it because of, of the delays. This, this isn't, this isn't like, Fall of the Hulks isn't like Siege or, 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 or the Gauntlet in Spider-Man or something. Can this really, this is almost, there's no hard and fast timeline I can tell from this. Uh-huh. It, this, this may not be going on the same time Nation X is going on. Or, right, you know, so right. It's, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean,
4: cause you know, that's I mean, right
1: too, because of the like the ticker tape parade with Scar and the Fantastic Four. In Well in I was the, just
4: going by, Vince said that, that it's someone that Hulk knows, and I I still think Hulk is uh Red Hulk is Clay Quartermain, In which case, I thought, uh, okay, Wolfie knows her. It's maybe, yeah, because there, there's a, the red the red yeah, shield got those long streaks in her hair. Yeah. But,
1: I, yeah. I think they shot that to shit because there's a okay. little there's a little bomb they dropped in Red Hulk number one that reveals his prior affiliations and. Oh, okay, okay. It ain't shield. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Wait we, we, it's it, i like not knowing. I don't really care yeah, to to know I'm who digging the is.
2: mystery. I don't think I I mean, you know, I well
4: I'm digging the mystery, but I also think all things must come to an end. I mean the right. mystery is cool. Yeah. I like I like when the mystery is revealed, so I would I hope since Vince said they're gonna say I hope they okay. actually let us know now, I mean I, like yeah. i, mean, I,
2: I don 't feel like it 's been dragging on, I mean granted mm-hmm. that there, there have been delays in some of the issues in the series that 's been going on for a couple of years now, but i don 't i 'm not i 'm being occupied by plenty of other things where i 'm not every morning I wake up and I go Dude, they still haven 't told us i 'm cool with it i, <laughs> I haven 't felt like it' it 's been going on way way far too long right yeah, but that's, yeah.
1: It's just, uh, it 's just it is my my retreat from the the overdone crossover the the muddled continuity uh multiple well i shouldn't say that because there there are a fair amount of titles to read if you're reading hulk but it's where i go to just enjoy myself i don't bring any any baggage with me when i come into the hulk books it i just sit back and and hulk smash and have fun and and look at beautiful artwork and and the stories it, it seems to me like the creative team are just loving the hell out of working on these books
2: yeah it's just Jeff it's just the Jeffs, right? Or is anybody else right here well, is doing the that, yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, 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 the incredible stuff. Okay.
1: Yeah. And and then you have uh Thundra and Banner's daughter, the the She-Hulk. Well, yeah. Well, and okay. well, <laughs> yeah. And His she seat. she's going to be a player uh as of the end of Red Hulk number 1. Uh, right. it, it's it, there's yeah, so many it characters in this.
4: By the way, man, Banner gets around all of a sudden for for a little geeky dude. He gets late a lot.
2: Well, yeah. yeah. Stick the guys glasses, I guess. Um, I mean, he does. He's got, he's got a lot of kids out there. He's like Sean Kemp. Well, He never slept with uh, with Andra. So that was the...
3: Oh, he didn't? No, that was no. without his knowledge.
2: That was just... Oh, okay. Just, just, that's oh. too, baby. The savage. But he he just, didn't get in where he fit in then. All right. No, not, not with
1: him. But, it, but it's, they, they know what they're doing because in, in, uh, in, in Hulk um, 19, there's a point where Johnny burns off uh, her costume... And she's running around the Baxter building naked, naked, and Johnny's like, yeah, I got no problem with this. And, nice. and, and in order to cover up herself, she she throws something on, and it's Johnny's old red costume with the four.
2: That's why that's that J. Scott Campbell cover on uh, yeah, the
1: and, issue. And okay. if you know your Fantastic Four, you know her mother hung around with the Fantastic Four. Yeah, and there sure. you got that red yeah. costume. Come on. This is just... Yeah. It just... It just it plucks at the heartstrings of all the this, things that in we the, love about in, the.
2: In, in the editor's office, this has to be like some super huge board, like, like the FBI with the mob bosses and and the yeah. trees that trickle down. I can only imagine the, the, the wall. But in it, the editor's office, I were. think keeping- all right,
3: all right, all right, enough, enough.
1: <laughs> He's going to read it.
3: All right, I'm just letting people know what I'm going to talk about next week. I'm talking about Blackest Night JSA. Green Lantern number fifty, <laughs> the Adam and the Hawkman, Batman and Robin number seven with awesome Cameron Stewart art.
1: Hey, you and, can do uh, whatever Detective you want to do.
3: And Superman's Secret Origin.
1: Nice. I'll so we'll talk
3: about Incredible Hercules.
1: But good. What w- to go back to what David was talking about about you didn't know where when it was happening. <laughs> no. I think it works in their favor that it's not tied into the other Marvel continuity because yeah. it makes finding out who the, the Red Hulk is even harder because yeah, they true. they can't pick somebody who's uh, integral to integral to to other storylines oh, they got to pick so a wild card yeah. you know but it's so just so we don't give Chris a stroke it, it, <laughs> in before I I quit this the Hulk Winter Guard is really cool because it Heck. uh it the creative team on this, Steve yeah. Steve Ellis and Dave Gallagher, the dudes that brought you Zuda's High Moon. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, Box thirteen. It's really cool, right? Oh, Unbox Box yeah, yeah. Thirteen. What it is is it it's an examination of the legacy concept as it applies to the Winter Guard team mm-hmm. specifically, Darkstar. So, and what they do is they build the story around Incredible Hulk three ninety three.
2: I was not expecting that. No,
1: which is neat because it <laughs> yeah. it's all about the Russian spy. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Igor. Farm. Igor Drenkov, who infiltrated Banner's research team, and had his finger on the button. Banner told him, if I call out to you to, to stop the test, stop the test. So Banner f- um, looks out the, the porthole and sees Rick Jones playing his freaking harmonica out on the hood of a car and runs out to get him. And he says, stop the test. And the dude did not stop it. So in part, this guy's responsible for the birth of the Hulk. So that's cool. And in uh, What If World War Hulk... Oh, my God. There's a story called, and I want to get it exactly so I don't fuck it up. It's called What If the Heroes Lost World War Hulk? Written by Mike Rake and painted by Lu- Lucio Perillo? Or Perillo. Oh, good God. You need to buy this issue. It, the, the first story is fantastic. The second story sucks. I'll be honest. Okay. It's, it's not very good. But the first story is the majority of it. And at the point where... Tony called down the pain with the satellite. The Sentry grabbed onto the Hulk, and the satellite, the the beam from the satellite, exploded the Sentry and leveled New York. Everybody that was there when that happened died. Fantastic Four dead. The Avengers dead. And what? And so, with that big vacuum that existed because the skull, the Skrull Queen got killed, the Bishop of the Skrulls takes over, and the Skrulls assume control of the planet and take it from there. It's really neat. And it's gorgeous, and I won't say anything more because Chris is getting twitchies <laughs>
3: I ain't getting twitchy. I read the <laughs> comics.
1: Fuck yeah! Awesome. It, it's a great time to, to love the Hulk, and I don't, I don't blame them for pushing it because the Winter Guard uh, Hulk Winter Guard. It's not a really a Hulk story. It's a story of of the, the 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 Russian super soldiers, and but they built it around a Hulk story to to sell a book, which makes sense. It do. I love the Hulk. I don't wear shirts. I love the Hulk, baby.
7: Hey guys, it's Cammy from San Diego. My uh, drink of the night was uh, well, multiple beers of various descents, I guess. Uh, but I'm just going in to say, hey, I finally got uh, up to date on the Unwritten from Vertigo, and I gotta say that's a that's a pretty good title so far. I like how it doesn't go just focus on just Tommy Taylor, but on a couple of the issues, they focus on the backstories of other characters. Like I think it was issues six and seven that did that, like with the kids and everything. Anyway, I'm just saying it's it's pretty good. Um, it doesn't it does it's not gripping and it's not a must must read and top of the stack pick for me, but I'm still pretty entertained by it. Uh The covers are just fucking gorgeous, that's for sure but uh yeah I guess I'll just go ahead and add that to my favorite Vertigo titles at the moment like Northlanders Air and other stuff but I can't remember right now because alcohol does that to you so yeah just give them my two cents
1: Chris you want to talk about something before we go are we all done Uh, (laughs) just about there we're we're close yeah I could talk more about the Hulk if you want (laughs) you
3: could always talk more about the Hulk I love Um, the Hulk you know, you, you're talking about the, 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 the whole Russian soldier thing. Um, um, I should probably save this for the, for the send-off, but uh, the Winter Men finally got collected, and that is a fever dream of a trade paperback. Nice. I, I didn't know until the end if I actually liked it, okay. and it's one of those that you can read it, And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And you go back and you read it again and you're like, oh, oh my God, it actually does make sense. Um, the winter, the winter men was really, really good. Um, yes, that, that's just a recommendation. If you like, you know, cold war, um, you think, um, um, if you like a little bit of, you know, the little X-Files mixed in with some um, Eastern Promises mixed in with some, you know, Sh- I mean, I, I, Iron Man. It, it, it's like, it's all in there. It's, mm. it's great.
1: Hmm. And you know what? You can probably get the Winter Men from a sister company uh, in stock trades of our sponsor, which is mm-hmm. Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Like we said before, Wumba discounts on all your favorite funny books delivered right to your door, securely packed, perfect experience. I, I, I've never had better. Um And if you're a first-time buyer, here's the code, EOC8. Get an extra 8% off your total order. And while you're there, do yourself a favor. And this is my recommended reading for this week. Pick up Brian Maruka and Jim Ruggs' Aphrodisiac from Ad- Oh, yes, sir. From, from yeah, from Ad House Books. Oh, faux vintage Bronze Age. Blaxploitation. R-E Blaxploitation uh nice. story. Amazing stuff. It's a little hardcover. Oh, yeah. I think it's about 96 pages. It is awesome. Go get it. Aphrodisiac. Awesome. Man. Or Truck mm-hmm. Turner's going to kick your ass. Yeah.
3: That's right. Um, Coffee uh, uh, Jose <laughs> Leone art on, on Wonder Man, by the way. Yes. Yes, John Paul Leon. Yes. Oh, did I say Jose won? Yeah, um, yeah, When you Please said Leon, I that and- that Yeah, I'm it's, not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only night of the week I get a drink. I'm so drunk. I'm, I'm not. Nice. I'm going to sign off. It's, yes. Uh, read the Winter Men.
6: Okay. Uh,
2: best damn sound effects in comic books. Read Incredible Ooh. Hercules.
3: Oh, so goddamn true. It's H- hilarious.
6: H-
4: it You're right. Um, it, it, to make Chris feel good. Uh people, read Power Girl because it's a damn good, damn funny and damn good looking comic.
3: It. If you suggest a Marvel book, I'm out. So thank you. You've saved it. I'm out. You kept me here. I, I just caught
4: up on the last three issues and it's freaking, it's it's awesome. It's uh, it's a really, really, it's one of my favorite DC books right now. It's, yeah, it's, it's really
1: fun. Wow. Hey, David. David, you there? Yeah. Get this. Skrulls, the Skrulls have assumed power, right? Uh-huh. So... All the heroes are dead. You have a group led by the Hulk uh, with Bucky and Mockingbird and the Vision, and they're doing these guerrilla attacks on the Skrulls. How cool is that? How cool that is that? Is cool, but what should yeah. we read? That's very cool. I already said to read Aphrodisiac. And, oh and my you, bad, my bad. No, it's all right. Oh. And, and while you're I'm at it, listening. while you're, while you're at it, pick up What If World War Hulk 2, because it's got a kick-ass <laughs> John Romita Jr. cover. Now Chris hey.
2: throws microphone down. It's awesome.
1: No, that's
3: fine. You know what? It actually, um, Andy Diggle um, recaptured, from, uh, recaptured some Daredevil love for me this week.
1: Nice yeah. cover. Nice cover.
3: You know, it's it was actually it's like okay, I can do this. Daredevil. I'm I'm back on Captain America. Not a great return issue, but enough to get me coming back. So it, Marvel is finally printing the books that I was really head over heels in love with for a while. So it, it, like, agree
4: with you on the former. On the latter, I'm not so. Sur- I thought that was. The, I thought that the Cap book was a rough. <laughs> I thought it was a rough. It, I, it, I don't know. But it, it, I like the Daredevil book though.
3: Well, I, what I liked about the, the, the Cap book was um, um it, it, it's Bucky and, and, and Sam and they're out in, you know, Western America doing their thing. And I like that part of it. Yeah. It's like, you know, hunting down the 1950s Cap, I can live with that. I thought that was pretty cool. There was some other bullshit that they're – it feels like they've got some tar on their heels trying to get out of the editorial fucking – um quagmire um that's nice. been going on. Um just get back to, you know, good Captain America stories. Is that what you felt, Wood?
4: Yeah, I, I get I mean again, it, it could just be I, I kinda get the sense that we're nearing the end of Bru Baker's run on Cap and it'll go down as probably one of the best Cap America runs ever, but I oh, just yeah. think he's, yeah. He's kind of running out of his story to tell. I get that sense, unless he's about unless he has a whole nother big mega arc to do. So no, I, I, th-
3: I think he's got story. I, I just think that I, I just think that from an editorial standpoint, he he ended up stepping in tar, and it's like, well, okay, fuck, I guess I'll deal with this jerk off shit for a while, and then we'll get back to telling some stories.
1: <laughs> you know, whenever <laughs> whenever Chris talks about buying a Marvel book, it 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 just gives me this mental image of, of a guy walking out of the playtime boutique with a brown paper bag you know what like he's yeah. just he's just embarrassed like i got to hide it this is. nobody can yeah, see it exactly They're, it's not there's nothing to be ashamed of They're it's gonna he, give me pulls my the, he
4: pulls out the rosary it's, it's, after he reads it and just just whip he, himself yeah.
3: on the back it's going to be it's going to be it is buying 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 80% of the marvel books it's going to get me my high but i'm going to feel sp- fucking sick about it the next
1: morning. Oh, no, no. But I dropped cap with the 399 issues. Not because A love I don't for Nomad? No. No, I don't want to read that. I I don't yeah. care. I don't really care. Uh, team her up with Aranya, that's great. I'll buy the trade when they just collect the Captain America part. <laughs>
0: You know, you
3: know the uh, the Nomad backup wasn't yeah it wasn't bad it, it uh, felt it, it felt misplaced I mean because Cap is such a dark and gritty book and, yeah exactly and, and Nomad is it no the the Nomad Aranya um, backup almost felt like it should be in Spidey not Cap
1: yeah but eh, not not for an extra dollar. And people,
4: don't forget whatever you do to buy the Deadpool variants that are coming out.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> buy them all.
4: Get them all. All, but, all. but the one with the Wolverine Photoshop. That's McGinnis. With, you know, it's, it's, it's not that, you got to admit that's not so good. They really it, did Photoshop Wolverine. It's not
1: a... No, they didn't. They just had... They said, Ed, here, draw a dynamic pose. Okay, we're done.
4: I haven't seen a, 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 a as bad-looking Cabeza as, since, uh, since uh, La Fuente's Ultimate Spider-Man cover wow.
1: You guys are brutal. Damn. You're brutal.
3: Is. Dude, hey, you gotta call a spade a spade, you know. I don't see the spade, so uh, uh, I'm not gonna try to. I'm, I'm say. trying to I'm trying to think of stuff as I look around my room of things that I will offer for anyone that rips the cover off that siege three variant, and if they send me a ripped cover of that, I will send them, send them, some them an eight by ten artwork. glossy of you.
1: Yeah, so yeah, that, that's that's uh, the part I will edit out. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
3: I'm, I'm, I'm going to send them something from my room, and I'm trying to figure Why? out. I don't understand that.
1: He's going to send them the brown paper bag uh, with all like exactly oily stains, stains all over it. it.
3: Buy that. No, no, it's, yeah, if you rip off that ridiculous Seeds 3 after variant. Yeah, you spent 200 for it. Yeah, I know. After you it. On. No, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, think, I'm going to send them something good. Um. So well, then that uh, leaves out any
2: DC
4: stuff. Why don't, I, you, why don't you walk down to your buddy's uh shop at Challengers because he was quoted very prominently as how he's all about getting those covers for his books that he didn't <laughs> sell. So if it's good enough for really? Patrick, yeah, Patrick has quoted as saying he plans on taking advantage of it.
3: Really, quoted, they don't. They don't, they don't yeah. sell variants there.
4: He said they overordered the, out the ass. They way overordered on the uh, on on the Blackest Night books, and he's got a shitload of them. And if he can yeah. uh, recoup some, sell. Uh, and, I'm and not I, a I,
1: huge uh, fan of Campbell but I like that cover I think that, that cover is was, a yeah. funny cover I think it's, uh, it's yeah. a winner it's a, I don't yeah, buy their how, how, good, how, 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 about, know, how about as an
3: in industry how about as an industry we stop acting like fucking children how about that
1: Why? what's so childish about that Oh, you mean the Come initial? On. No, you mean the initial yeah,
3: for yeah, oh, okay. it, 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was I mean, that sneaky. was kind of. Hey, hey you know, a, how yeah. how about this? How about you go to Podcast X and leave them a bad review, and I'll give you a dollar.
1: It's not worth it for yeah, a dollar. Maybe a Deadpool. Maybe a Deadpool Siege number if three. You variant. Want to say,
6: if you want to buy <laughs> that variant for me off of Patrick and
3: send it to me,
4: I'll even
6: like I'll go on the Raging Bullets.
3: Wouldn't that be kind of a dick thing to do? It's like you know what, go 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 to Tom versus the Flash and leave a negative review, and we will send you a dollar.
1: But as Jason that, said, no, no. Sure no as on as Jason I said, as far as the business world and dealings between competitive companies, this is nothing compared to what what, oh, what goes on what? in the real no, world.
4: I'll tell you, the only fuck, people I've seen fired up that. about it are. People that really aren't infected. by uh, yeah, that. Yeah. I have I have I've seen DC folks laugh at it. I've seen lots of retailers quoted as saying they really don't care one way or the other. And uh, a few said they'll do it. A few said they won't do it. And and uh, I mean, I've been on record. I think I think it's a petty move. I don't see how it benefits yeah. Marvel to have done it. But I also don't think it's a, it's not a petty What what, it, what it showed me. It's a big deal me, to fanboys, it, and that's about what, it. I don't. No. I don't what know
3: what it showed me is that they're children. They're they're <laughs> not they're they're not. They're not smart enough to really, to really be businessmen.
1: Well, we're all, we're all just children well, big, big, it, 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 one of big
3: people. Apple
4: is one of the most successful companies on the earth, and they have had commercials for years of basically just sitting and making fun of Microsoft users as being nerds. It's yeah. exactly the same thing, and it and it's really had no incremental benefit to them, but they keep continue to do it, and it's an ad campaign. Chris the is a MacBook Pro on. user. He doesn't
2: care about that. That doesn't affect
4: But I'm saying it's the same thing, right? They have Justin Long on there as the cool guy making fun of this Microsoft nerd, even though 87% of the earth uses Microsoft and as though they deigned it to be not cool. And as some, and, and again, I, yeah. but I'm not sitting here saying, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm never using an Apple product because they're me- demeaning me. No, it's just fucking marketing, dude. It it either works or it doesn't. Like, they did a promotion. No. It was, okay, okay. But, but, silly, but either it works or it doesn't. Like, I, like but, I just don't understand when you get angry about these things. Like, no one's for, telling for, you, Chris, you can't get your books this month unless you buy a $100 variant. It's just no, there. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm I mean, not saying it's,
3: the thing is that, that Mac is number two. I mean, they're, they're behind in market share. This, what this feels like to me is that the jock is pissed off because some just run of the mill student ended up taking some girl, some hot girl to the prom that the jock had no intention of dating, and so he's going to be pissed off, and he's going to go and kick sand in this other guy's face. It it feels like this childish dick-waving prick move them and it's it it it's it's ridiculous. It's stupid, and it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It's like you know what? Great way to fucking promote the medium is, is to say, "Hey, rip the cover off of all of these comics, send them to us, and we'll send you a stupid fucking variant." Way to build, way to build the fucking market. But again, you though, no one's forcing idiots.
4: retailers to do it. So no, no, I want no you to one, ask. No. Pa- okay, but I want you to ask Patrick the next time you're recording in there. Patrick, didn't you feel this was insulting to the industry to bother? Tra- tra- in your books for a Deadpool variant because but my point that, is that, that shocks me Taylor's. because I've okay, never seen
3: I've never seen them sell a variant cover in that shop ever. Huh. David, it sounds like you're ready to ask him then,
0: David. Yeah, David yeah, no, are you no,
1: okay?
3: I, have, I will go ask him. Okay, okay, man.
1: David's all David's all crying in the corner. You know, Please,
3: can, can you can you imagine a reputable okay, book publisher saying if, if you rip if you send us the book jackets off of 50 of these books, we'll send you a signed copy of this book from a competing publisher. Would that seem weird to you? I think we're all well on record here saying we thought it was kind of a silly
4: slash petty move. But again yeah, it's, kinda, it's kinda poopy, I don't yeah. understand the vitriol though. I don't like especially I don't I don't understand the vitriol to the other part of it, which is like why <sighs> it, wanna like, like my, So, my, so my... if if someone goes into like so if, if 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 Challengers or Dark Tower have the variant, then that means they took the time to rip covers off of books yeah. and and take so Jason, my point is Jason, like, my, yeah, my
3: vit my vitriol comes from if you're going to be the market leader if you're going to control market share isn't your time better spent actually expanding the market and finding new ways to turn new readers onto comics instead of pissing on the second the second place team well, it, they it, have an entire Okay, I I I I work in marketing. If I had brought that promotion to my boss, I probably would have been fucking fired.
1: But it's a different industry. I mean, you're talking comic books, and and again, it's
3: a different industry from what selling what. Marketing is marketing. It's a it's a ridiculous promotion. If I had brought that to my boss for another another company in the in the in the fitness industry, I would have been either laughed out of his office or fired. But it's time to grow up and stop acting like children.
1: And read Spider-Man.
3: And read Spider-Man.
1: Right, that's no, what I'm getting. I mean, at. That's think, what I'm getting. I mean, at. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's it's not you know textbook uh, publishers saying, you know, if, if you give if you send us the covers of particle physics, you know, it, it's this is a, a a in essence a juvenile I know I'm going to get killed then, for that then, but it, it's not can, exactly
3: then we can never sit here and talk about how we want to grow the medium.
1: We from can the never main, sit from here. the mainstream and the, and you the you'll never grow the medium.
3: new readers in and younger readers because you know if if they're going to act like children then you know what that's where this is going to go. It's going okay. to die well, off.
4: When Fortune 500 companies stop selling big deals at strip clubs and at weekend getaways where they can golf with Phil Mickelson and all that stuff, too, I mean, they're all equally sophomoric. sophomoric. But
3: that's not their marketing, Jason.
4: Of course it is. Dude, Tiger Wood golfing with Tiger. You think Accenture has Tad Tiger Woods as a, as the, on their posters because Tiger Woods knows anything about business process optimization? No, they had him cuz he was cool. Dudes wanted to be him. Yeah. And, you know, and you know Accenture's top 50 the- CEOs and Accenture's top 50 CEOs got to golf with him twice a year. And it's you know how millions you're appealing than to than the, than the sophomore.
3: dollars those those advertisers, those sponsors are losing because of Tiger Woods now? Not very much, my
1: friend. Do do you, do you think, and, and, and don't, don't go, go crazy.
3: Talk about TV revenues for the PGA. Do you, do you
1: think this is affecting you to the degree it obviously is? Because, no, 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 listen. Because, because you, no, listen, because you are more in the, well, more. You, you, you're in the DC camp. So this is bothering you because they. I'm in the, I'm in the comics camp. I'm in the. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I I love you, but I gotta disagree. I, I yeah, it think. Sounds like you're
3: <laughs> a bit.
4: Yeah,
1: I, I no, just think no, because no, your heart is I, in.
3: Dude, I I will root for who's making good comics, and and for the last two years, I think DC's make been making better comics. This has nothing to do with that. I'm in comics camp, and I'm for building comics as as a medium as an art form and this doesn't do this but, but that it, it, but the it, it,
1: mainstream this is, this, is not conducive is anti, to building the medium as an art form the mainstream exists to sell comic books they don't give us they don't give a shit what the stories are about who draws them who writes them or how aesthetically pleasing they are as long as they move copies that's all they care about yeah, this is not always, this is not top shelf now. or fanographics that's where you can you're going to expand the 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 art form in quotes oh. These guys are hey, uh, just there to sell paper.
3: I am not. I am not here to uh, to dispute that. It's a business. I understand what they're doing. I wish that they weren't so short sighted, because this is a short term. This is the epitome of a short term marketing gain. Whenever they should be looking long term, and that's what I'm saying is that why waste your energy on something so. St- stupid and juvenile when you have something like the, uh, when, when, when like you look the at- iPad. Shouldn't you be spending your your, your time, money, and resources <gasps> on how you're going to adapt these new technologies instead of how you can earn four spaces on a rack for two months? It's well, I hardly stupid. think
4: they had to spend much time or effort. They put a press release out, and they had one PR dude Take the tear it off covers when they come in and mail out a, a variant, no, but, which they but, already but, make anyway. I hardly think this is a big resource. But, uh, for other,
1: them. I mean, yeah. as far as material gains, w- what is Marvel gaining from this? I, I mean, at the most, if you if you add up the print runs for all these these Black, Blackest Night tie in books, and if everyone that didn't sell these things, even if they ripped off the covers of the ones that did sell
3: more than anything they're getting off of it.
1: Right, but about, I mean how many copies of this variant are they going to have to print? Maybe 500 to 1,000, if that.
4: not even that many. That's what I'm saying.
1: I mean, so Marvel's not gaining anything other than the sensationalism that accompanied the, the, the the thing. It's all about the bluster.
3: What what I, what I hate about it is that, you know, back, everyone talks about Stan and, and, and Jack and the, the bullpen days. And there was always, you know, the talk of the distinguished competition and all that. It was this fairly, um, fun, ribbing of the competition. This just seems so fucking mean spirited.
1: What? It is mean spirited, but it's kinda of funny. I uh, I mean I, I think it was kind of funny. I, I'm not saying that I agree with it. And, and you it, think it was it, kind
3: of funny. I thought it was kind so, of funny. So you think, especially, in, time, in, so you think in, the, the in, next time that, that Bendis and Johns get together, that 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 Bendis will be like, "Hey, remember that time whenever my company said that they should rip the shit out of fifty-year comics and send but i But I'm sure that
1: Johns knows that it wasn't Bendis yeah. who initiated it. Bendis well, is just okay. a player, you know, so, working so, for the man. So, they both. So are.
3: Johns knows that it wasn't Bendis that did the really fucking shitty thing.
1: Well, I'm was just saying, why would stuff. why would Johns have anything to do with Bendis? I mean, just because he works at the company that initiates. Well,
3: yes, yeah.
2: I mean it that's was, like it having was, something.
1: It was, it was, what what well, if Johns ran into the janitor that worked at at the Marvel offices? Is he gonna well, no, no, He's going to hate him too. What I'm just, saying
3: it, it was that it, it's a Johns led event and it's right. versus a Bendis led event. It just it just. It just seemed kind of shitty. It's like, you know, why do you, what do you? It is to, shitty.
1: It is shitty, and yeah. that's why you, you, that's why it jumped I'm to the forefront of your consciousness. And,
3: and, and me as a consumer, I'm not going to reward him for that. But that's okay. I mean, it,
2: it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I it's know right. what you're saying, but it's, it's, it, it. DC got paid. They got paid for their books. If, if a retailer, if, if he's not moving. These blackest night issues, and he mm-hmm. has the customer base that wants a variant. Then he knows he's got money coming. How about coming
3: this? In- how about this? Send back some of the the hundreds of thousands of unsold Dark Rain comics. Comment,
2: how many trinkets were they giving away with those Dark Rain comics? None.
3: Look, they the, the gave the no fucking incentives for those. So
2: okay, so because because the consumers, the end user, the the, the uh-huh. customers got their little freebie, and the retailers are stuck with all these books. Now that the retailers can actually sell something and this helps them maybe stay afloat, mm-hmm. that's, I, I, it's just, but, it has nothing to do with me. I don't, I don't give a shit, was it, was it shitty? Fine. I'll, you know what, I'm not,
3: no. I'll, I just, I just thought, I just thought it was a real shit thing to do. and It, it was know, addictive. In, 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 in a dick And, 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 in a medium that i I absolutely love, and what I do is sit down and read about people doing heroic and and upstanding things every week and that 's what I look forward to is is celebrating the good in people for the company that that publishes the work of of these heroic people doing really kind of shitty things I, I, I just it left a real Bad taste in my mouth.
1: It, maybe it would be a good thing if it wasn't a gentleman's game anymore. Maybe if they started slinging mud at each other, I don't the, no. I'm just saying, if if there was a an active crush the other guy mentality, it would lead maybe to better comics. You uh, never I, know.
2: I said it on the board. If 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 I was going to get so caught up in the stupid petty business side of things, I wouldn't be reading the comics that I'm reading today. I I just I'm not I'm I'm not going to invest my time, get angry at something I have absolutely no control over, no say over, doesn't affect me one way or the other. They want to act stupid, they want to do something retarded, and fine. Go ahead and knock yourself out. I'm going to stay over here. I'm going to read the stack of comics I got. I don't care. And the only
1: reason why we even know about this is because the internet. If if you just went to the comic you know, if you just went to the comic shops every week and didn't bother with Newsarama or comic book resources or any of those sites, you would really never even know about this. And business we're, would we're go on as usual. The,
3: t- the 10% of people that actually buy and read comic books that even know about this. And that's All what right. makes it even sillier is that most of, most of the comic buying public has no idea about oh, this. So, once again, why fucking so waste your time with it?
0: no, no, no.
1: I, I, I can it's only um, I can't stupid. even imagine why they would do it, but th- the, the the fact that it's a Deadpool cover that kind of plays into the, the the concept of the character. I'm not validating what they did. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying that it's Deadpool that kind of works. But other than that, whatever. Wow, this is okay. you know if is you this the really Eleven of <laughs> If you, but you know what?
2: If, if
1: we're going, going on. Back
2: on happier times and read a Jeff Johns written comic that was edited by Tom Brevoit, you can go ahead and get the Avengers collections at the... Tom Brevor
3: can
1: Oh, go. my goodness.
3: <laughs> hey,
2: everybody. in your travels. Hi, yes. Everybody.
1: In your travels, go hug somebody. And, 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 and be happy. No, I don't know. Wood, you still there, buddy. Not Jason. Enough.
3: We lost him. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there he is.
1: There he is. Yay. Say bye-bye, Jason. Bye bye. See you next week.